Smoke and Welcome to Footprints in the Sandler. Uh, this is a, a podcast. This is a podcast called Footprints in the Sandler. We rank and review every Adam Sandler movie. We've watched almost all of them, but we still have plenty more to go. My name's Michael, and uh, normally the other guy's Lockie McLeod, Lachlan McLeod, but uh, he lives in Australia forever uh, until he comes back, maybe, which would be good. I, or not, I don't know. Uh, so instead of him... We got um professional rent boy special <laughs> guest. I know that intro boards well, Michael. Rented. I'm a rental guest. Guest. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm doing the circuits. You know. I'm doing the pods. I'm doing yeah, uh, busy work, I'm, isn't it? I'm doing footprints in the Sandler. That's this one. I'm doing footprints in the Fandler. <laughs> it's all the different, all the, uh, the other things I can't think of. Yeah. Well, there's a, lots of stuff that I can't think of too. Professional. Makes, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> Amateur rent boy, guest host. Hi, I'm guest host. I'm guest ho. I'm the. I'm Saint Guest Ho. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, well, well yeah, we, was, this is uh, Footprints uh, in the Cellar. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, no, don't, don't, don't. No, no, no. Okay. You, you go. No, I was what's just your, trying... What's your deal? Oh, well, I'm on this podcast right now, aren't I? Why don't you tell people a little bit about Bulletproof? Yeah, anyway, yeah, so Lockie and his mate, Dave, they watched Bulletproof, okay. and uh, they had a good time watching it, and they did recorded, a, that. They recorded a fun pod, and uh, me and you did watch Bulletproof once before. Yeah, we've, we've both, in fact, seen through our own eyes yeah. Bulletproof, and heard the, what, yeah, the soundtrack. Heard the lamentations of the people with us. True, yeah, and uh, it was a couple years ago, but... It wasn't very long ago. It was in a, in a, a stupor. Yeah, but it was like out of a like oh, Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans. Let's yeah, watch this, this and a, see what it's going to be like. It's going to be a fun time. But I think it wasn't like when it came out or whatever. It wasn't like years and years ago. And I just, I just, it was only a couple of years ago, and I just cannot remember. Well, I one single to, fucking thing. I think we remember every single detail of it, and I think we're going to be able to talk about it. In fact. Why don't we just try, from memory, obviously, to yeah. go through the plot a little bit yeah. and see if we can how much how much we can conjure up from the deep butt of our mind holes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could have done that if we hadn't watched it just now. No, but we we didn't watch it. We're doing it all from memory, or we did watch it. We did just watch it. Yeah. We did, in fact, just watch yeah. it. Yeah. But I feel like it was one of those times where you're like, I haven't, I can't remember it. Let's it, watch it again, it and then you're just like, like ago. I remember all of it. Yeah, no, because as soon as it's as soon as it started, I remembered every scene that I'd just seen after it finished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you were like, "Oh, I guess I hadn't forgotten it." When yeah, or I just very saw least I've been reminded of it. Well, that's the thing. I <laughs> always think make any sense. every film I've seen, I think I can't remember it until I've seen it, and then I'm like, "No, I have seen it. I do remember it." And then even yeah. ones I haven't seen, if I haven't seen them before, I remember them afterwards, and okay, I wish I could have yeah. just remembered them before. Right, yeah. Well, exactly. That's what. I was going to say. So what's bullet, um, bullet Goof about? Yeah, so we Poo- watched Bulletproof <laughs> Poolet- as well to do like a doubler episode. A double ender. It's like Lockie does one with his mates. So I'm like, well, fuck you, yeah. you cunt. I'm going to yeah, do one with my mates. We can be blue. Mates. This is a blue podcast. Yeah, exactly. Swears. It is, yeah. And also, fuck that guy. Footprints in the Sandler <laughs> after dark. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess in Australia is daytime. Yeah, and winter. Right, which or is summer? Very, no, it's summer right now. Summer right now, yeah. Summer Christmas. I don't care for. I care not for Christmas. I know this it doesn't matter, but like, mm. I think it might be better if it was warm. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, we. Were, I've already spoken about this on the pod, like with Aki before. Christmas. Well, then we'll stop right now. No, but I was. What I was saying was that Christmas is also like 
it's not just the Christ thing, but it's like the winter solstice thing. Well, it's because it was stolen. So when do they celebrate? Stolen. When do they celebrate winter solstice in Australia? Do they have like a like festival? In June. Wait, would it not just be? Is their solstice is the equal and opposite? Is it when we have our summer solstice? Is that how it works? Because otherwise, think... why don't they have Christmas in their actual winter? It doesn't make. He couldn't answer it. And what's the etymology of solstice? Is that why ice is in the word because it's in winter? But then and there's a the summer one sol, as well. Solar. So it's like yeah. solar ice. Yeah. Solar Saint Ice. So saint Ice. Hello, I'm the Solar Saint Ice. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Solstice. <laughs> so can you do me a big old solid favor and Gross. be a friend of mine and please tell me what's going on, please, in Bulletproof Monk, but yes. not that one, the one that's okay. just Bulletproof. Yeah, so yeah. From so memory. We watched Bulletproof, which is... Uh, a movie where a trio of elite private investigators who, with the latest in t- high-tech gadgets, martial arts, and techniques, and a vast array of disguises, unleash their state-of-the-art skills on land, sea, and air. Their goal to track down a kidnapped billionaire to be and keep his top-secret voice identification software out of lethal hands. Oh, wait. Now, actually, I'm kind of thinking I remember a little bit more because, remember, once you've seen it, you can remember <laughs> stuff. I think maybe the aided by their faithful Lieutenant Bosley, brackets Bill Murray, and under the sure hand of their suave playboy boss, notorious for its clever ways of avoiding face-to-face meetings, the girls must foil an elaborate murder-revenge plot that could destroy individual privacy and corporate identity, though so I meant secure a worldwide adventure has never been more beautiful. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. This is a... I would definitely disagree with that. This is not a beautiful movie. I don't know. I think there's, it's certainly a... It's, 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 it's a beautiful time capsule. Yeah, yeah no, And I love true. a capsule. I do. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I'm always... Oh, I love a capsule. Yeah, this Yeah. This movie is very capsule Like, when you... I, I briefly thought about it when Bulletproof, the, re, the like reboot came out. Oh, yeah, last new, month or whatever. Newlitproof. Newlitproof. And was I was like... again? Because it wasn't... Kirsten... Um, it was yeah, Stuart. yeah. Kirsten Stewart. And I, I know it was actually, directed by one of the Hunger Games, Elizabeth Banks. Right, yeah. She's pretty, she seems yes, cool. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think um, she like rewrote it last minute type deal. Yeah, I've heard it's like aggressively fine. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk? Which um, I yeah, but like just because that came out, I was like, oh yeah, Charlie. Oh, I mean, uh, oh bulletproof. yeah, bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, bulletproof. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the cast of Bulletproof quickly for a second before we get into the sort of. Yeah, nitty shitty. Yeah, so we have three actresses, actors. You don't say actresses anymore. I don't. don't I do when I'm I do when I'm referring to male performers. But uh, so um, it's it's it's, uh, three three comely lasses (laughs) of virtue (laughs) crew. So you want to talk about from Shakespeare? (laughs) I think it's like The Simpsons, but what's the difference? Um, Do you want to talk about one of them, and then I'll mention another one, and Uh, then we'll both double team the last one? Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. Well, Drew Barrymore's in this, of course, as she's in a couple other Adam Sandler movies. America's Girl Next Door of the nineties, right? She's like she's sexy, but she's goofy. She's not afraid to have a laughy, jokey whiff about herself. And you I mean, uh, me and Lockie have often, like, we'll give extra points to movies when they have her in it because she's, like, a joy to watch. I'm disarmed by her. Yeah, well, exactly. And But then you mentioned today Appar- and, and yesterday that she's actually a bit of a dick. Well, I life. don't... I, I've never not met a surprise, her. I've obviously, heard... for Hollywood, like, lifelong Hollywood type. She's been through the ringer. Like, yeah, she exactly. has survived in this game for a heckin' hellaciously I long like time. I feel like she'd be nice to me. I don't I'd know, be like, though. Look, I'm I on think, your side. I think the point is that 
everyone feels like she'd be nice to them when yeah. she's actually like Trouble. but i don't know i still want to believe i want yeah. to believe that she's nice yeah. i just don't know i've heard from like not like firsthand yeah i've heard from like other podcasts that she's a bit of a nasty man yeah but then I, maybe I mean, yeah. maybe they're just like maybe she just like wants to smash the patriarchy and maybe yeah. like her not being nice is her not like being like oh yeah, yeah i'll, I'll whatever. do whatever you want Harvey yeah. weinstein exactly <laughs> totally maybe she's... i mean her her uh like tom green her husband at the right. time, at the time in, in yeah this, uh, at this time yeah who's it who's also in this movie and basically steals it for a couple of scenes but i also heard is, that... he he also seems like i wouldn't want to be around him he's he's like hilarious to watch but just like he must have been a chore well they she broke his heart and they say i think about because tom green famously a cancer survivor really uh, yeah he only has one nut as such but also maybe that's just like an allusion to dating such a toxic person who tore off one of his testicles <laughs> maybe, <laughs> more like <yeah>. drew <laughs> murray bore <laughs> i'm so bored with our marriage and give me a balls off and she's like when i said i wanted the nut this isn't what i meant thomas green from canada who can also skateboard and once appeared in a right guard commercial when ewan was a kid and then who's ewan and then also he he also did a road trip and uh, there's other films that tom green appears in but i shan't tell you them freddie got fingered yeah that's the main that's the big one the big one did we watch that or was that what, me and Lockie? freddie got fingered i've i used to have the videotape when i was like chilled I don't know if I still. I know I. I know I don't still, but I can remember that I'm gonna see it one day or have mm. seen it already because I know what happens in the film. Mm. Listeners, email God. Sandlerprints at gmail dot com. Message on Instagram at Footprints in the Sandler or on Twitter at Footprints in the Sandler, and just uh, tell me if. It was me and Loggy that watched Freddy Got Fingered, or it was me and somebody else. You will know it was if it was me and somebody else because we won't have spoken about it on the pod. If what? we have spoken about it on the pod and you remember, please write to us. What? what? What an enthusiastic call to action. It gives me email attraction. I want to join the Sandler faction and interact with these hosts. Action. action. I can't think of anything else. Kalak, kalak. And be part of the email collection. Oh my goodness. You know, like a collection, like when you collect, like crystals. when, like Charles, when he collects in Bulletproof, in the movie Bulletproof, <laughs> when Charles collects beautiful women's to uh, to use their sexuality as a weapon, but also it's it's deeply problematic, isn't it? it? Yeah, we should definitely first talk sh- about the other it. the other two actors. Well, yeah, you, that's even that's minus one. Yes. <laughs> well, so you go ahead with that. Go on. Uh, well, obviously, <laughs> it's a two-hander between Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans. Uh, Damon Wayans first burst on the scene in The Mask, where I think they were like 19 or something. And she's like this blonde bombshell. She comes in, it's in slow motion. Jim Carrey's ogling her and stuff. Um, and then she sort of fell into the comedy thing, I guess. I feel like I haven't seen that many dramatic roles from Damon Wayans. Uh, she's certainly in what was that uh, there's something about Mary when Ben Stiller like yeah. she rubs Ben Stiller's cum all over her hair and then there's one called The Sweetest Thing and then yeah. there was like a comeback a few years ago when Damon Wayans was trying to do like she did Bad Teacher oh yeah um, and she was in we were talking about uh, that movie she's in The the Politician uh, the senator oh, the, cou- the, the, yeah, the, the counsellor the yeah, yeah. when, uh, when basically it feels like I mean it's it's a bad film anyway by mm. Ridley Scott who makes bad films mm-hmm. and 
it felt like it was like shaming Damon Wayans for having a vagina. They're yeah. like, oh, they showed me. She did a showing of her vagina and it was uncouth and I don't like it. Yeah. I, that's not me talking. That's whoever weird, the male voice scene. was in the movie. Weird that, movie. I think that movie, and I think like, there, like I've read a bunch of Cormac McCarthy stuff and it's nice writing. And if you're into like, it's nice kind of like write. It's almost like writing inspo. It's like you read it because you're like, oh, it's so cleanly written and like kind of uh, sparse and whatever. And there's definitely Blood Meridian is like a, one of those, like a classic 80s novel. It's like really good super gross and bloody and stuff like that but so it's not just a clever name yeah but um <laughs> but i think uh there's like maybe no women in it or they're all prostitutes yeah i feel like now i'm looking die. back the road ain't like the road's got no women in really and what's he trying to imply by that exactly and there's one where there's like a there's one book where it's like a guy is trying to marry this like young this child basically well, the, but then he gets killed, so she just wanders off and just gets like raped by gangs or something. That's horrid. I remember the original and title in the for counselor, like Penelope Cruz gets her head cut off. Spoiler. No spo- spoilers. Don't spoilers. Don't watch the fucking counselor. I <laughs> can't. Yeah. Um, well, you, you reminded me of the name like ten minutes ago, and I was still like yeah. the politics man. Yeah, the man who does senating. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you said something a second ago that I was going to run with, but now I can't remember. Oh, sorry. Oh no, it's okay. Um, dang. Oh yeah, that was it. Because uh, I think he might be sexist because the original mm. title for No Country for Old Men, they had to extend it. It was originally just No Cunt. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's weird that you said you've read a bunch of Cormac McCarthy because mm. I've read a bunch of Grapes and apparently Product of Spain. What? You know, like a, a pack of... It's always better if you explain the joke. Uh, you know, like a pack of grapes. Yeah. I'm sure that a bunch, a bunch. Oh well, that reminded me of an inappropriate joke. I shan't. Lucy Lou, what do you think of Lucy Lou playing uh, the role of Adam Sandler in Bulletproof? <laughs> I think uh, Lucy Lou is a preferable Adam Sandler too. I don't need to be holding this up, do I? Adam Sandler. No. For the folks at home or on the toilet in work or wherever you are, I'm holding the DVD case up of Bulletproof in front of yeah, Michael's face. So I can see the actors clearly. I'm not into, well, you can't see the actors clearly. I because think Lucy Liu is my favourite in this. Like Drew Barrymore is super fun and I think she had some good outtakes at the end of the movie. But Lucy Liu was like Oreni oh, She. Yeah. It, she just kind of was the same. And she was also like that robot from Futurama. Philip and I was J. just like, <laughs> this is kind of fun. Like, well, I feel like she's the only one that seems like she'd treat you mean. And yeah, I don't definitely. want to be, I don't respect I mean, myself. They, I don't yeah, want to do be treated that. nicely by anyone. Right. Well, I just, okay, I do. I but feel yeah. like she would treat me like the garbage I am. Right, yeah. And that's dark, that's, that's hot. Yeah, definitely. Um, but also it's another form of tantalization, isn't it? We have two who are playing the sort of like, oh, I'm super goofy and I love boys. And yeah. she's like, only there to also only there to appeal to a male fantasy it's just a yeah, different male fantasy which is quite funny because like in the movie she is like dating matt leblanc and is always cooking for him and is like trying to pluck up the courage to tell him that she's like a international super investigator spy, yeah. super spy matt leblanc for our international audiences is uh roughly translated as matthew the white <laughs> true <laughs> No, it's false. White, Matt White. Tricked those you. Of you in I'm the, tricking you. It's a falsehood. For those of you in the paint industry. Oh, well, speaking of the paint, in, paint industry, 
uh, finish, as in his right. career's finished. Because hey, this uh, Bulletproof was actually Marlon Blanc's most successful film, Financiale. Crazy. And his most highly rated on those sort of review aggregate websites, I guess, that shan't be named. Like, yeah. It's spoiled Fruit and uh, the, the database of movies on the internet. Well, why won't you mention it? Oh, because like, you don't want to give that stupid website that people use to prove that uh, good films are bad. You know, like, oh no, what's bad? Because they brought into Mottos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not even that. Spoiled fruit. Spoiled fruity. Spoiled, Spoiled fruit like fruit. vegetables. Is there, what's strange fruit? Is that a... A uh, song, Billy, El- Billy Elliot song. But I'm Billy thinking of Strange Brew. Strange, Strange fruit. fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoil in the blank room with no curtains. There's a spaceship. Uh, Eric Clapton, he's a fucking racist. Send him back. That's what I say. Okay. And so should we break down a little bit about uh, what? I think we should definitely say that Bulletproof came out in the year 2000 and. It was like you mentioned it to me the other day. It was a very matrixy time. Yeah, it's super post matrix. Yeah. yeah, and I remember even from the trailer just being like, "Oh fuck yes!" Like more matrix because there's like a bit where the bullet is like in super slow. Yeah, it's doing it has like this like CGI like air displacement bubbles around it. it but looks we, sh- we shouldn't skirt around it too. Dumb as fuck. As, as a as a like burgeoning young man, of course, this film was sold as tantalization. I remember yeah. being like, "Oh." Girls, a hundred percent. But and at the same time, it was definitely like I was looking for Matrix-like action. And at the same time, this was basically American Pie, where it's like watch a movie; it has near enough porn in it. That's my problem with American Pie is that they don't do enough bullet time when he's fucking the pie. (laughs) (laughs) I want his dad to walk in, Eugene Levy to like spin around him three sixty, and then you see the nut slow down and shoot through the the uh, the cherry filling, the air displacement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, dude! There's like those ripples in the air, but they're like coming from his butthole because he's farting whilst he's shagging this pie. Oh, goodness. I tell you, that guy, that fellow, that actor, what's his name? Uh, I want to say Jim Caviezel, but it's not. The character is Jason Jim. Jason Biggs. Yeah. Jason Biggs. More like Jason Littles Jizen. because his career's... Yeah, more like Jason Pies. Yeah. <laughs> because he was in Orange is the New Black for a while. Was and he? perhaps until the end, but Lord knows I gave up on that show when the writers did. Mm. Mm. I think there's more. There is, yeah. In, is there um, a final... I don't think there's a final. I what, think like it keeps a, coming. No, the, I think it got cancelled anyway. It got cancelled, but like in the Hollywood, in the like modern sense where it turned out Orange is the New Black was like being <laughs> yeah. really, the show as an entity was being really inappropriate with interns and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was the Jeffrey yeah. Tambor of entire productions. Yeah. Because it gained sentience, didn't it? <laughs> like, because there was a while when Orange is the New Black was the CEO of Netflix as well. And uh, at that time... Stuff was continuing to occur. Like okay, all events right. transpired. We're way off track. Well, now. I was vamping whilst you guzzled down your vodka and a water bottle. Water. And yes, Michael, I can smell it. <gasps> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, How does Bulletproof start? Yeah. How does it start? <clears throat> it starts as all films should start. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, I'm doing a little. I'm, I'm, this isn't a bit. I am coughing. Sorry. <clears throat> It starts as all films should start. With a production stinger, yeah. which then 
awkwardly transitions into the actual picture because we see the Columbia yeah. lady. She's holding a torch, probably for like uh, like what's good the movies. Columbia? What's the music again? Is it do 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 do? No, I, I started to have it, like, yeah, but then yeah, yeah. couldn't do the bum 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 bum. Okay, stop. It says Columbia, big arch, arch letters. She's, it's like, an, she's it's like an, the, a Greek figure. Yeah. Like an Olympian. And uh, I do remember when I was younger thinking sometimes like in certain movie production, like logo things, like there's clouds in the background. Couldn't a movie just, wouldn't it be crazy if we just like transitioned from here into the movie and lo and behold, yeah, yeah. But this they, movie, they don't this is one of the ways that it's tantalizing. They don't know. It's powerfully erotic to see a yeah. cloud, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's weird because they don't actually do it to any great effect because no. we zoom away from the Columbia lady into, it's like a into orange zoom. clouds. Yeah. It's like zooming in we, on the actual like desktop image of it like just is getting <laughs> closer we, we smash cut to like blue sky completely white different clouds. color yeah it doesn't look like we're on the top of mount olympus anymore no. it looks like we're in a hot steamy la skyline yes, the sky CGI airplane skyline and this movie starts you can tell this movie was made you can tell bulletproof this movie bulletproof was <laughs> made in the year 2000 because what happens at the start of this film yeah there's a well, there's some other shit going down, but there's a bomb on the plane. There's a bomb. There's a on suicide the plane. bomber. There's a plane. There's a plane. For and one the, thing. And the guy from Bones, who is also the guy in How <laughs> yeah. High, who's like, "You got any more of the plant?" Who Michael definitely recognizes from something else. Yeah. And is going to Google now. Yes. Yeah. And um, he is like, That's sitting there, and he's like, "I get if we. I don't think we ever find out what his mission is, other than I mean, of course, he wants to blow up the plane." But I don't think we find out any of his motivations. Well, yeah, so like the movie, like, so we fly in through the window of the airplane and there's all these fucking dudes on the plane. And then it. All like, these dudes fucking on it the plane. Tra- it tra- it, it uh, pans around and tracks after this guy in a, like an African, like, what is that type of dress called? Like, I don't want to get it wrong, but I'm going to sure. try and say dashiki. Okay. But yeah. it may it's well like not, in fact, be that. It's, yeah. it's colorful traditional garb. Yeah, colorful uh, traditional garb, and, exactly. And who is it? And you're like, oh, well, it, at the back from of his the, neck. You, you spotted him just from his neck. Like yeah. It could be LL Cool J's Ladies neck. Ladies love Cool James. And it fucking is. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? So, and he sits down next to this guy from Bones. And he's like, I'm a bomb boy. And he's yeah. like, yo, and have you got he, the bomb? He has some diamonds. Is there di- is that what's going on? Is he trying to buy the bomb? Wait, I don't no, the know. bomb's there to do a blowing up of the... Or is he perhaps there? Is the guy like, I've worn this bomb vest and got it through customs, through great efforts, so that I may feel safe in this public place when we exchange diamonds? I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Something like that. Like, he... There's no real way to know, yeah. because Bulletproof isn't particularly concerned with the minutia of this scene. No, it's, it's really, outrageous like, how <laughs> much shit just gets fucking skimmed over. And waved away. <laughs> yeah. Well, the point is, ladies love Cool James. And uh, so we, like, we're really enamored and distracted by the fact that James is here. Cool James is yeah, here. Very so distracted. And we, then when he picks up the guy from Bones and pushes him out the door of the airplane depressurizing the cabin and, and forcing the rest of the people in the plane to make an emergency landing of course yeah and we, but we forget well we don't them. see the plane we don't see anything again. about that and uh, they're just falling through the air 
falling they throw the, the they then there's like two other Cameron Diaz is in a boat on the and on the well not the ground but in the water. Aren't no some of them are skydiving and Lucy Liu is skydiving and she like rips off part of the bomb and it blows up and it looks ridiculous. It looks as if right looks okay like, so when it was happening silly. when it was happening so they ladies love Cool James and the guy from Hawaii and Bones yeah they're falling they're falling through the air and then I guess Lucy Liu is also like she's been falling through the air but waiting outside the plane while she falls. And then they both kind of like what it tracks as, what it looks like, because it's, it's probably quite hard to get coverage up there, mm. is it looks like the two of them kind of go near the guy and yeah. sort of in the air and sort of rough him up a little bit and then push him away and he explodes. But it, that's <laughs> that not what happens. Yeah, they they just, actually de-glove him or de-vest him rather. Yeah, yeah. De-glove him would be to skin him. Yeah. Uh, they take his vest off and throw it away and the vest does explode. The guy from Bones is one of the McPoyles. No, he's not. Yes. Is he for... No, he's yes. not. He's not. I don't believe he that's is. correct. I just saw it. Let me see it then because I feel like I would always... I would well, be I able mean, to connect that. The Bones man. Are you sure this is the same guy though? Oh, Dios mio, it is. Yeah. That's so weird, because the other McPoyle is Jimmy... Yeah. Jimmy Urin. What's his name again? I can't remember um, from... Not Jimmy Urin, not Jimmy Smits. He's in Westworld, which is now yeah. shits. <laughs> yeah. And he's also never been kissed. Who? Jimmy... Jimmy Smits? No, this guy. Sean Whalen. Jimmy Smits is cool, though. Yeah. Sean Whalen? Yeah. Do you think that's why they played Von Whalen? No, it wasn't Von Whalen. It was Motley Cry. Motley Cree. <laughs> Motley Cree with um, an umlaut. Because nothing says cool like umlauts. Yeah, because it's Deutsch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's super glam? I bet all the girls German. will shag us if we, if we put uber Deutsche shit in yeah. our fucking uber trash Deutsche butt shit. rock. <laughs> so um, the fun interesting (laughs) bit of trivia that isn't actually made up uh, the director of Bulletproof this film we're talking about Bulletproof with Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans Mick uh, Mick G he's actually afraid of planes and not just flying planes he won't even be in the same room as a plane (laughs) so I'm not sure how they managed to film this sequence yeah do you have any ideas it doesn't need to be about the plane stuff just any (laughs) yeah I uh think that McGee is a silly name for a filmmaker. I think it was he cut his teeth um McGee yeah, probably move, most uh, famously. Yeah, stuff, uh, pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah. Other shite. <laughs> yeah, probably. Other ugly shit. Rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but I think at the time, mid nineties, <clears throat> rich ass, white ass, dork in Hollywood, probably trying to reinvent himself. Mm. He probably for real he probably thought it was like cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, this, which is what we were talking about when we were watching this movie, Bulletproof, is that like halfway through when we weren't bored, we're laughing, having we're a fantastic time. having a fantastic time, like getting real entertained. We were kind of like, what is wrong with this? Like, what? They don't make them. This like is that. obviously bad. Yeah. I'm and just, it's remembered as being bad. And, and McGee is like a bad, is a bad filmmaker generally. It's his best film. <laughs> But I'll go to town right now. Sure. It's his best film. But for some reason, it's not bad to watch it. Deeply entertaining. I feel like romp. it's possibly that it was intended to be as cool as The Matrix. Yeah. But just... But it leaned into the camp fun. Yeah. I did, look, the, the stuff that doesn't work is it's still deeply sort of rooted in that sort of faux feminism of the 70s. We were saying this sort of yeah. you go girl lipstick empowerment where yeah. it's not really like, anything other than, oh, you can use your tits to get boys to do oh, things. Yeah, honestly, and every it really does feel like it's 
A woman's only strength is the manipulation of men through sexuality. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can have a great time doing it, so don't think. And I would imagine the remake of Bulletproof, the new one, yeah. uh, I would imagine that doesn't do that quite so hard. I mean, sh- surely not. Surely not. Surely that's, not. Uh, that's one of the supporting cast. Hello, <laughs> yeah. I'm surely not. And I'm here to appear in this film. Sounds like Martine McCutcheon. Does it though? Because I couldn't tell you what Martine McCutcheon sounds like. She's in love, one. actually. Is she? Yeah. Is she the one that? Yeah. And is she the one that the She's Walking like, Dead tries it. to cuck his pal with? He holds up the signs that are like, no, "I no, want no, to no. have sex with you. I am not a good friend, or no, nor am I a good that's man." That's Kira Knightley. For real? Yeah. I guess he wanted Kira Knightley, right? Oh no! Now sense. Bulletproof's making us a sexist. Oh goodness. No, yeah, love actually is actually not a thing I love. No. <laughs> Definitely. I watched that as well. Like me and Ellen watched it just before Christmas. You poor thing. Just to see what the deal was. My sister's partner was like, I fucking love Love Actually. I can quote every line of it, which I can sympathize with because if it's a Christmas movie, they, you tend to overlook some of the some stuff. Because some you're problems, just so annoyed it's that it's a Christmas Chris- movie. Or it's if you love Christmas, disgusting you're just like... Capitalist- you're just like oh, I love Christmas I'm going to watch any Christmas movie I've been told I love Christmas my bank account doesn't but yeah. that's the fucking point Christmas yeah. fuck Christmas <laughs> okay yeah and, uh, and fuck the Christ <laughs> yeah well fuck God that's what we say on this pod well that's um, the whole theme of Bulletproof yeah totally um, it's a rejection of the Christ myth there was some funny stuff in Love Actually but it basically just isn't a movie which I think is a bigger problem than like it being like you know having like moral problems in it like isn't there like a coded gay relationship between like a prime minister and mr bean or something but they never have the the balls to actually do anything with it i haven't Mm. but legit haven't watched all of it i've seen like no parts over years isn't there there a thing though when it's like i don't want to there is uh, i don't want to do sex with ladies bill nye it plays like a rock star who's like an old like look i mean we don't need to be talking about this but he plays like an old rock star and he's doing like a comeback thing by singing a christmas song and he's all like fat christmas and stuff like that and then a guy yeah and then it goes to number one and he's like going to this like elton john's party mansion and he's like because he's a p and that's the closest place no because he's invited but you said he goes number one no he the charts the song is our number the one. The urinary chart. Like and, uh, you look at the color of it, and can tell how hydrated you are. <laughs> What's the um, pH balance like inside up. Bill Nye's dick? The pH. Um, <laughs> uh, and then he decides to sack that and just go back to his manager, who he like loves or whatever. Like the it's song. weird. Like the movie has like twelve characters, and none of them have any Defining. progression. Oh, God, they literally because if you took each of their stories out and condensed it you know like edited be, just I, bet, that. I wonder if that's like a thing on minutes. youtube it must be because it's just five minutes it's like martin freeman and this like other girl i, I care not for martin freeman he is him and this girl are playing extras in this movie yeah. and they're just it keeps cutting back to them after like you know 20 minutes or whatever they're just having a conversation and then eventually he asks her out and she says yes that's the whole thing that's the whole but plot. the bit where she says yes is way late into the movie and it treats it like that's it's a, a big, big revelation yeah. Well, fuck Martin Freeman. He Just works like, for the I BBC. I can see what you're doing. What's the guy's name? The what, guy that wrote it? Oh, <sighs> Richard Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I guess, famous for these kind of trashy populist sort yeah. of romance flicks. I remember there's like Nutting Hill and yeah. uh, 
four funerals and a funeral. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> four funerals oh, he, at a funeral. <laughs> he did About Time, which people... Did he? Yeah, which I remember for having a Mumford & Sons song in the trailer, which immediately disqualifies it from being discussed as any kind of art right, yeah uh, and recently he did one um yeah. he's or no he's doing oh let's spoil uh, i went see the rise of skywalker sure and yeah. uh when we were coming out there was yeah, uh, seen it as well actually there point. was people in the lifts and some really nice people and we were just chatting to them i was like oh did you see rise of skywalker are you thinking about killing yourself as well because of it yeah. um and they were like no we saw last christmas it's the new um what's his name not ben wheatley richard yeah, curtis richard. <laughs> ben elton richard curtis yeah. soft british arse shit <laughs> and i was like oh was it horrible amelia clark's in it um, that's her that's kind of her mo yeah and uh, they were like yes in fact it was and the reason it's called last christmas is because the plot of the movie is the plot of the wham song last christmas so she falls in love with a fella or vice versa but it turns out that they're like a ghost apparition because in fact last christmas they gave them their heart it was like a heart transplant oh! but then i then what i then pause it shouldn't they then the next day decide they don't want a heart transplant and give it away as happens in the yeah. song <laughs> and then then the corpse is like oh well next year to save me from tears i'm gonna give it to someone special remember david duchovny oh yeah and mini driver no no i do remember they were mini in a driver. movie together that i've forgotten the name of why doesn't she do oh yeah it was me have you heard about the people is it that one when they're like secretly advertising stuff uh, no, that sounds like They Live, though. No, no, there's a movie where, like, I'm sure it's Minnie Driver and David Duchovny, but now it's probably definitely neither of them. Mm. And they move into a town, and the point is they're only there to advertise products to the rest of the town. They're like a fake family of actors. That sounds fun. It does, but I'm sure it's not, because... But this one isn't very fun. He has a wife, oh, no. and she dies, and then oh, well. Minnie... Wait, how does it work? Has she been in a commercial for Minis Mini before? Driver gets his wife's heart and then he falls in love with Mini Driver because of that. Because all pee is stored in the balls and all love is stored <laughs> yeah, in the heart. exactly. So does, why hasn't Mini Driver been in a commercial for Minis? And if she has, why don't I know about it? Is Mini Driver Adam Driver's mum? Yeah. That's a real, do you not know that? No. That's why he went to the war in Iraq because he was like, I don't want to be with mum. <laughs> Um, he wasn't even motivated by seeing footage of 9-11 on the television he literally <laughs> just didn't want to be with mum well uh, I just saw the torture report movie where he was motivated by footage of 9-11 that's, that's the one that's a prequel to Office Space right the TPS <laughs> yeah. reports they're referred to as Torture <laughs> Progress <laughs> Simpsons <laughs> Torture progress schedule. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to waterboard those guys. And uh, while you're at it, I'm going to take the stapler and all their rights. Yeah, uh, this is basically what it was like. Adam Driver's only in films where he gets to kill himself in the end, I guess. He actually didn't. I watched the end of it and he doesn't die. You He's, told me he did. The guy's still alive. I think it's a different person who killed oh, himself in real life. Whack off about thinking about now. <laughs> whack off about thinking about. Imagine if you got off thinking about your favorite actor being dead um who's a i don't know well who would be a good yeah if you're like i really like marlon monroe nowadays <laughs> yeah well i or really no, like... it would have to be somebody who's alive now that you wish they would die in your in in your sexual fight look it doesn't matter all the right parasocial relationship between celebrity and humans the lines are too blurred i care <laughs> yeah. not for it instagram's distasteful we live in the end times sure. but she's afraid of planes 
And yes. it's weird to have terrorism pre 9 11. Yes. Like you wouldn't get a bomb on a plane in any movie post 9 11 totally. for at least a few years. I mean, even not just in terms of it like not getting through production or whatever because it's like a red flag. Yeah. It just, even if it was the in red, a movie, white, blue flag. Even if it was in a movie, you would still just be like, ooh, like that heavy connotations. But before 9 11, Plenty buildings being blown up. I do Plenty appreciate. I really do appreciate that it was a uh, like white American terrorist guy. Yeah, because like that ain't that ain't something True. that the lazy hole. When they did start doing terrorism again, yeah. they really leaned into. It was almost as if they had an illegal war and occupation to justify and sell to the public. Yeah. <laughs> another red flag. <laughs> another is, red, white, is, and blue flag. Is LL Cool J in this movie? It turns out to be Drew Barrymore. It's she, Drew Barrymore in a Mission mask. Impossible mask, which makes yeah. it technically... Is it face? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I think it is, but it's but also, also it's like not. celebrity face. No, it definitely 100% is, but also it's not. Yeah. If in the movie we missed a line where the McPoyle guy says, fuck me, LL Cool J, Holy how's shit. it going? And it's like, she. it turns... They were just... Who's like a quite a large built celebrity at the time that i can live inside his body <laughs> i don't think it would be i don't think it would be problematic if it wasn't for the fact that at one point ll cool j turns to the camera and in in a uh, drew barrymore's voice yeah just drops a bunch of real racist stuff yeah she does yeah because the guy goes it, like the it, the guy is getting captured by uh cameron diaz and lucy Liu on the boat and then uh, LL Cool G lands and the guy goes you bastard you push me out of the plane whatever and, and, she, and says, she like looks at the camera and is like all racial stereotypes yeah. are true <laughs> you mean you n-word bitch Whoa. I don't know yeah. how does it work well I mean uh, they wrote I didn't write it this no movie. Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans star in it and someone wrote it because <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. called Bulletproof written by McGee uh, when but, he was 19 no yeah she's, it's weird because she's like Hey, I'm not a bastard. You refer to me by the correct derogatory term, bitch. Yeah. Because I'm a female dog, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm a female bastard known as a bitch. Other red flag, other... She does say that. Another, I'm a female bastard, which is a bitch. Is that actually what that is? I, don't, I guess I, so. Who can say? It's not a nice <clears throat> word. Bastard's kind of fun. Yeah. Because it's like, it serves a purpose. Yeah. Um, But also, I feel like children born out of wedlock these days are like, I mean, like, wed... Marriage is a fucking sham institution. It's just another way to reinforce the patriarchy. It's yeah, ownership. True. I know. So I, I'd rather. I, I mean, I wouldn't rather be a bastard. I don't care. Like my family mm. are happy, I guess, and I love them. Mm. But like, I guess it'd be a little bit cooler to be a bastard. Sure, I'm a bastard. Are you? Yeah. Well, no, I, mean, I, I like don't know. you does more. Civil partnerships. Does that? No, count? that's that's. You're not a bastard. Okay, well, whatever. Because they're just a wedding without a church. But I feel like nothing could matter less. Nothing could matter less than Motley Crue, who appear in the soundtrack True. to this yeah. film. You're like, oh, cool. It's 2000, so Bear gets some music from like 19 fucking Oatcake. <laughs> yeah. like, who's, okay. who's the most sexist <laughs> band? Who really treated women yeah. like crap? Totally. Oh, Motley Crue, fantastic. Yeah. I think you mean crazy bitch. And that song, the Motley Crue song, isn't isn't theme appropriate at that point. It's like, live I mean, it, well, it's live wire, so it's they're trying to defuse a bomb. There's bomb yeah, stuff, true, so true, it true. is on the most surface level. Yeah, but like later on when Smack My Bitch Up is playing and they're wow. smacking up. I think Christian you mean Glover. bastard. Yeah, 
is like sometimes in this movie they play songs that are like specific to what's happening and you're like ugh it's well the, the, the Molly I guess the Molly Crew one was that okay every time in this movie they play songs it's, it's specific to what's happening I listened to another podcast recently Diminishing Returns uh, who are a good podcast and they were talking about Bulletproof and they let me know through me listening to them and then retaining the information in my brain that like seven of the like 12 tracks on the bulletproof soundtrack have the word angel in them so <laughs> really? it's like super like yeah, yeah. not particularly subtle yeah um i don't well there was a bit in this when they're playing spandau ballet mm. and nobody's doing bandau bandau nobody's doing ballet <laughs> at spandau prison um but also they play money um which and both of those songs appear in the film the wedding singer which mm. Adam Sandler was Which also money. Oh, yeah, yeah. the I best want, things yeah. in life are free <laughs> but you can't give that well yeah well yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so uh, Drew Barrymore who's also in Bulletproof mm. with Adam Sandler <laughs> is uh, they're both in The Wedding Singer and both those songs are in The Wedding Singer so do you think they're like a dyad in the force yes they are a force dyad which means someone mentions the internet at one point if Crispin Glover were to Sniff their hair. Sniff their hair, both of their hairs, not just one at the he, time. He, would, he gain would gain all their powers. Their power. Well, there's that bit at the end of Rise of Skywalker when they're at the Crispin Glover's palace. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm gonna you're gonna I'm gonna make you kill me mm. and then I'll possess you. Yeah. And then like a second later, Drew Barrymore's like holding both her lightsabers up and yes. she's like cool i'm gonna then i'm, I'm and then he's I'll like kill you no don't kill me you now won't do that because although we're still in the same room and nothing's changed i now <laughs> don't want you to kill me in fact yes so once there. he took their power once crispin took the power i got the power it then if he got killed it wouldn't have gone through the there was too much power to that's a really, it's a very strange film. What it were we is, saying? It was it called is. Crispin's Big Old Day of Sucking Up Power from Folk. <laughs> yeah. Crispin the Force Man. And so I said, Crispin Glover? Jeez, I just met her. <laughs> Good one. No. No. <laughs> um, internet. They mention the internet. They do mention the internet. And I, and I just wrote down in my notes. And it's internet. early, early. And then they play Turning Japanese, and I'm like, okay, this yeah, song is. Yeah, there's a bit is, when Tim Curry is getting a. Chinese massage. Yeah, it's a shiatsu massage, I guess. Yeah, she's like standing on his back and then she like knocks like, him out, knocks with, their him out with their foot or whatever. It's very it's weird. Tarantino -y. But I, that song's like doubly strange because it's like it's a song about coming. And yeah, because then like after she knocks him out, the other two come in and they're dressed the same. Obviously, Lucy Liu, no, Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz. And they just shove Chinese a bunch of raw meat up his arsehole for and three goes, hours. No, but it goes ding 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 ding. ding. Which is obviously from... Turning Japanese. Isn't that from uh, Kung Fu Fighting, though? No, no uh, Kung Fu Fighting is... Ho, 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 ho. Da, 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 ho, ho, ho. Yeah, same. Da, 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 da. So, so they steal like part of the racist shorthand for Chinese. Weird. And then... Mm. But yeah. Oh, goodness. I think that piece of music is essentially just Hollywood, like... Ooh, Orientalism. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that... Is how it it works in this. Is that the start of turning Japanese? Uh, or is that turning bit Japanese? Yeah. So it's just the, right, right, right. Because I thought it was. I thought what was happening was that they played a generic. Oh, it's Oriental piece of music, yeah, and then no, turning Japanese no, started. It's, but, but then it's the, the whole point song, of that it? song is that it's like the reason that they're playing it. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, totally. That is a weird song because he's like, it's about his O face. 
right? Which is already <laughs> offensive because he's saying he like, you know, you know what he's implying. Right. About. Uh, but then also has lines like, I want a doctor to take a picture so I can look at you from inside. Yeah. And it's like, look, I did, look, I don't want to kink shame, but if you need well, to sure. see organs, I do want to kink shame. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, guess skin's an organ. It does sound sinister if you were to say to somebody, I want the doctor to I want take to a see picture from inside so I can of you. look at you from inside as well. Yeah, yeah. That sounds very intrusive. It sounds a bit like Prince Charles when he was shagging that other lady having an affair. You know, benefit fraud Prince Charles, social sponge, and he's like, oh, I want to be your tampon. Goodness. That was a real thing. He said he wanted to be uh, some other Toff's tampon. What's the old prince called? Prince Philip. Philip. He's the old Philip guy. The, the wife. The, the, the one, that, the, killed, the the one that killed people in a car crash and still has his license or whatever. Maybe. Fuck all royalty. Fuck all hereditary monarchy. Sure. That's one of the themes the, of Bulletproof. One of the... No, not one of... I said it's the a, wrong it's words. The main but, theme of Bulletproof is the rejection of hereditary monarchy. True. But the... Queen has a husband, right? Yeah, yeah. In Britain, I'm talking. Pee Prince Philip. Who, Prince Philip, yeah. Good friends with Jeffrey Epstein, right? Yeah. No, that was uh, Prince Andrew. And he's very... A pedo. Dead. He's like well, ill he's, as fuck right well, now. Well, he was driving. He, like, like, last year injured, deeply, deeply injured two women because he's, like, too old to fucking drive. It's, I saw a picture of him, on the, I guess, on the way to the hospital or whatever. I want the doctor there's to like take a, a picture so I can look at him from inside as and well. And it's, like, flat, there's a fl- it's like flash photog- photograph somehow. And he just looks insane. He looks like an actual dead man. Well, he's an inbred, soulless monster. And I was going to make a joke about, because you said tampon. Yeah, yeah. I was going to make a, a joke about how they revived him by putting a tampon with, like, amino acids and essential like, oils and essential oils like <laughs> into his body david lynch would probably try that he loves amino acids does he yeah there's a there's a video of him making quinoa and he's like this is liquid amino oh, yeah. acid <laughs> david lynch he's the cool prince charles yeah definitely i was a burp it was supposed to sound louder but it didn't no i don't burp on the pod i'm allowed to do anything i like oh, uh, i have your oriental gong hair as an as a oh, oh yeah yeah she like she, tears off her hair yeah, and yeah. it makes a gong noise no it was even just before that they're they're all at this like party where they meet fucking the bar that bartender who's uh luke wilson luke wilson he's uh and cameron diaz is like trying to flirt with him and the other two are they're all sharing earpieces they're not sharing them they are they're passing it around and (laughs) it keeps getting waxier and dirtier and And gross and then they're talking to each other and they're like lucy lou's like go for it he no go for it yeah go for (laughs) it lucy lou's like don't even try he you're so embarrassing cameron diaz is like nah dude nah girl go for it Get, oh yeah, Car- like, it's a, I'm it's, getting their names all fucking mixed up. Bulletproof's a confusing it's film. So it's Cyrano, right? It's uh, it's freaking Roxanne with Steve Martin. It's they're telling her how to do romance. Yeah, but she's getting conflicting information. Yes. and so the physical comedy comes from yes. her trying to follow both. Is that what Serrano uh, is about? Yeah, the, it's like homie with a big nose is like, yo, ain't nobody gonna fuck me, even though I got a big nose. So I'm gonna get a handsome guy and tell him how to do fuck. And then I'll vicariously live through him. But I think at the end, he ends up getting hooked up anyway. Yeah. But if I had a big long nose, you know what I'd do with it? Go on. Smell things. Yeah, get a job smelling stuff. Yeah, like uh, crevasses, globes, just Creva- things. What's a crevasse? I think, I think a crevasse is like a crevice. A cre- but it's like, it's reminding me of the word cravat. 
Oh yeah, you can like, s- it's just I generally, it's just I could sniff anything. Funny about trivia about cravats. I've never seen a film with Charles Grodin in which he wears one. Uh, or two. Racking my brains, racking my brains. Beethoven, Beethoven, <laughs> Midnight Run, Beethoven. Oh, it checks out. <laughs> have that, you cravat. Uh, then I have oh, Keith. Then I have Keith. He's in Marriage Story. No, no, no. No, that's no. Alan Alda. Alan Alda's weird. He's like. Mm. In Tower Tower Heist. No, um, it's not. Is it Alan Alda? I think Alan Alda might be in Marriage Story. I didn't Which want to watch it because in... it didn't look fun. Yeah, no, it is him, I think. It's supposed to. I mean, like the, I like Adam Driver, but does he kill himself in the end? No. Well, then how am I supposed to watch it? Uh, speaking of people who kill themselves, they then play the prodigy for like... Yeah, like they bit. They it's play it like three up. or four times. Yeah, because Crispin Glover is at this party thing. Crispin Glover rules. Anyway, what, what happens with the Luke Wilson flirting scene is that Cameron, Lucy Lou goes, flick your hair. And Cameron Diaz is like... Don't flick your hair. Okay. And so she flicks her hair around and it plays a gong. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's a slow motion... Luke Wilson, you see Luke Wilson come in his pants. It cuts, it zooms in because it's like Matrix bullet time stuff. It zooms in and you see the zip go down. In this movie, it's because there's cum. It's because Luke Wilson (laughs) is coming somewhere. So so you see, but because he's got trousers, because he's got trousers. Every time that they use bullet time in, in this movie, bulletproof. Uh, it's in because there's cum on screen. That's why the film's called... in call... production, it was always Luke Wilson's cum. Yeah, well, they did because they needed stunt cum for the movie. <laughs> yeah. And Luke Wilson being a Wilson So it's produces... funny, like, he, got, he has a part in the movie, but he also got, like... Credited for stunt cum. For stunt cum as well, so he got, like, double pay. Yeah, yeah, DP. Um, <laughs> but there's the bit, remember, when it does the gong, and then it zooms mm. into his trousers. But because he's got pants and trousers on, all you actually see is just, like... A bit of a wet mess on the front. Yeah. And it's weird he's wearing main stained old man loose Y fronts. Yeah. Deeply erotic. <laughs> but yeah, Keith Flint topped himself, didn't he? He did. Keith yeah. Flint fucking the boiled all guy. the serotonin out of his mind by taking Eckes for four hundred years and then decided, oh type leave this planet. Yeah, I don't enjoy this anymore. Well then this is, well, that's how everyone feels about the prodigy. But <laughs> uh also I was saying it means now, even though he wasn't a songwriter and was just like their dance man, yeah. the Prodigy can't tour or anything no, now, totally. right? Because who gives a fucking shit? Who gave mm. a shit at the best of times? Yeah. Like, especially in Instrumental. that Instrumental. I know, I know Liam Howlett listens tour? to the podcast. So who Liam, does? Liam Howlett. Exact, oh. egg fucking exactly. Who are you even, Liam? Yeah. Liam cunk. Howlett of Pitch Shifter fame. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... I guess uh, I think he might. I think he might have killed himself because he found out his song was in bulletproof. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Crispin Glover is at this party as well, and he's like a baddie, and I can't Kinda, remember how they figured that out. I guess he's out. a baddie. He is no, a baddie. He, yeah, but he also has no motivation and never yeah. interacts with any of the other baddies. Like he True. never even takes orders. He from makes them, it I don't seem think. like like you. You told me for anybody who doesn't know who Crispin Glover is, he's lovable lanky weirdo from yeah, uh, uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, the remake of Willard, not Back to the Future Part 2. They did use his likeness for it. He sued, got lots of money. Really? And now they can't do that in films anymore. Yeah, Crazy. Right, so it was like a legit thing. Um, and he's like, uh, it, he, he's really like, always like really sweaty and nervous and stuff. And yeah. it's, he's one of those guys that you see quite often, but you never know his he's name. He's got big weird energy. Yeah. 
Um, and he's in this movie as just like one of these like random henchmen guys. He has fucking ice blue eyes. They're definitely lenses. Yeah, and he has like weird eyebrows as well. A couple of times, I didn't. I didn't notice. I was too busy because I didn't. He know smokes like super theatrically. Oh, he he says the, nothing. He puts the cigarette to his lips in between his index and middle finger. Yeah, like traditionally. Yeah, but then he will release the hand and then cradle it <laughs> Do in a between, like he's a, pinch, like he's yeah, signing in the trenches of World War Two, trying to cover up the cherry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he will totally. then okay hand symbol. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. no, do you think he's alt right? Well, like from Watchmen. No, well, because the OK hand symbol is like a white, uh, a white power thing. Is it? Well, yeah, because it's like W and then P. It's oh. horrible, but yeah, you can't. Uh, that's why Donald Trump always does it, because he's a cunt. Oh, shit. And, yeah, which, I mean, cunt also, it's effective, but it is a gendered slur. So True. we should probably call him something that's equally rude, but also not like, doesn't feel like it's aggressive to women. So he's maybe a shit fart fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah, uh, yeah. Like Jim from Remember the bit in uh, Bulletproof when Jim's fucking the shitty fart. <laughs> Bullet, um, yeah. So type. also Joey Tribbiani is in this movie. Yeah, Joseph Tribbianacci, and he's um, uh, uh, he's a ba- he's playing an actor. He's playing a bad actor, and he's on set. Seems like the on only set. thing he can do. Yeah, he does live on set behind, in like a in front of a weird, not real looking Ayers Rock. Yeah, <laughs> like a no, no. I mean, it's it's supposed to be it's it's, it's like a, Texas or whatever because it's like from a Western movie. Yeah, it's, it's a matte painting. Like a painted, yeah, 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 a painted background. But it's it doesn't like, look. It would never thump die. But it's also like not in the movie that he's making in this movie. The movie he's making is very odd because it seems to consist exclusively of dinner scenes with him and and Lucy Liu. And then Lucy Liu, who I guess is also a famous actress. I loved that fake out because there's there's these three scenes where each of the principal characters are having like, are on a date with with their person. like Respective spouses. Sure, but Cameron Diaz is on a date with uh, Luke Wilson, um, Drew Barrymore is on a date with uh, MVP of the movie Sam Rockwell. Oh no, I thought it was the other guy. She got Drew Barrymore dates around in this film. Oh, which of course, is yeah, we'll actually get actually kind the, of yeah. cool because it's not like yeah. Oh, there's only one man, and you only date them for love. True, yeah, and uh, um, the who was I talking about? Uh, Joey, the, yeah, Joey. Lucy Liu is is on a date with Joey, having dinner, and it cuts between them, and like the plot is kind of moving forwards at least drew barrymore and sam rockwell turn out that he turns out to be important well, the yeah, other, he's, it's just whatever yeah. it's fine it's fun and uh, then like lucy lou gets fucking shot shot up she gets shot up and she fucking dies and joey tribbiani is like salazar you bastard yeah. or whatever and you're like oh it's the movie that he's making yeah i'm glad i got to see five minutes of that film i have to say they never tricked me (laughs) yeah i think that's why i think that's why i liked it as a fake out it was just like this is funny i like the bit when uh speaking of those dates uh cameron diaz in the film bulletproof uh goes on a date with luke wilson Mm -hmm. uh played by adam sandler (laughs) Because uh, she's obviously played by David Wayans. Yeah. <laughs> They're buddy cop partners. <laughs> they they go to, because uh, Cameron Diaz is Damon Wayans, they go to a taping of Soul Train. Yeah. Which I don't believe was on the air at the time. Um, it must have been. But she's like, she walks in and sees the, the thing and it does this mad 
trombone shot <laughs> of her face with like new lighting and she's like so happy like oh i love soul train i'm into soul train and you're kind of like oh okay i felt like there was a couple times in this movie when her face was like changing color like it was being color corrected from moment to moment like she was blushing <laughs> yeah. then losing all color then blushing then i think because all color. of the tv that we watched on and also the fact that the production values were kind of shit and brexit too and brexit occasionally like it was really washed out she Cameron Diaz looked like she had no eyebrows I think production value I think the money was on screen to be honest well sure but I mean, <laughs> I, mean I mean it is like very like it's of its thick. Time. It's yeah, thickly yeah. coloured. Like everything is like uh, it's syrupy. Yeah, it's syrupy and like over. They were like, "Holy shit, we can digitally colour correct." Well, let's yeah. do a shit ton of that. Yeah, they're like, "Remember how movies used to look shit for the whole century? Well, now we fixed it. Well, now we figured out a way to make them look shit, but then look a different shit, which <laughs> yeah. calls attention to how shit it looks every <laughs> second or two." Yeah. yeah. Um, um, uh, but yeah, so she, they're like. Um, the bouncer, or I guess like one of the guys at Soul Train, which is a nightclub and a TV show, I guess, yeah. is like, hey, would you, uh, Cameron Diaz, would you like to get up and do dancing on stage? Uh, and she's like, yeah, no, yeah. And then she does. And then for most of the scene, it's just like the yeah, people in the audience looking at her kind of befuddled and not into it. Yeah. And she's dancing badly. It's weird as well, because she has this dream. Where she has a dream earlier on. Yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. on, where she like it cuts randomly to her dancing, and you're like, "Oh, what's going to go? What's happening here? Is she going to spy, kill someone, or like retrieve a like a microchip or whatever that like you said? Or is she going to kick someone in the perineum?" Exactly, and then it just turns out to be that she's dreaming, and she wakes up and starts dancing in her flat. Or yeah, whatever. and she has Spider-Man pants on. Yeah, and you're like, "Okay, cool." Very male gaze. Yeah, and uh, or more like male straights. And she dances in this really. Like nineteen twenties style, like super She's like cheesy, a flapper girl. dorky, yeah, flappy kind of way. And then she gets on stage at Soul Train and starts dancing like that. And it's got what music is playing? It's I like it's big, big butts and I can. Well, they, they go into Soul Plane, Soul Train, <laughs> yeah, and it's a Humpty dance, right? And I'm like, okay, that's a that's a yeah. cooler cut, uh, like and a then she cut. And then it's on immediately, stage. Yeah, I like big butts and I can. And then it cuts from her dancing on stage to the audience who are just standing staring at her looking annoyed just, actively looking like there's no music and it's like who the hell does she troop, think troop, she is troop, troop. Um, and then it comes back and it's like, yeah, and get, like and she's still nailing it it's weird and then she kind of comes off stage she jumps off stage and then they everybody's decide like all right scepter. okay and then people they literally are shouting go white girl go white girl <laughs> yeah, totally. go white girl and luke wilson is trying to make jokes yeah, luke with wilson the bouncers. bouncers i guess the joke is that they're they don't they're like down with black people yeah i guess but so does that mean the rest of the angels aren't well well <laughs> i don't know remember I think the it's, green i just tunnel. don't know remember the green tunnel well, well before luke, the green tunnel it was luke wilson that wanted to go there and when they got there uh cameron diaz was really surprised she was like, oh man i love soul train yeah. playing and then she danced she wanted to dance but she didn't do it in an appropriately soul trainish way yeah and then luke wilson was the only one who actually chatted with the people there he's a man of the people he became friends with the bouncers there was no other time in the movie where they treated a different, per, a, like a person of different colored skin with respect. They uh, dressed, they flagged well, up, I mean, I guess, they dressed as Chinese people. I guess Lucy They Lu did a sari, like an Indian did, dance oh my, oh, thing the, as well. Yeah, there's like a full <laughs> belly dance few. sequence. Charlie's Angels is like cultural <laughs> appropriation upon cultural appropriation again and again. What is? 
the whole oh wait no yeah sorry i'm talking about i'm talking about that is the song there's a bit in bulletproof when he says this film you can mistakenly defer refer to it as charlie's angels but (laughs) once (laughs) yeah and so i was just recalling attention to that right yeah that's a good bit in the movie it's weird it's uh, and then he says jesus wept and then, like, a dead fox comes back to life while yeah, Willem Dafoe's shagging Charlotte Gainsbourg in slow motion. Yeah, <clears throat> crying. And then it, there's a jizz spurt. Yeah, yeah, but it's bloody. It's bloody. And, and there's, like, Luke a dead Wilson. baby or something. It's Luke Wilson's. It's, of course it's Luke Wilson's jizz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you notice as you watch the film, because he kind of pops up a couple times, because of the sheer amount of jizz <laughs> they're milking from this dude. Obviously, oh they've got electrodes hooked up to his prostate, oh. and they've got, like, a cow milking thing on his dingus. No. And you can see he becomes emaciated. He's yeah. losing his vital essence yeah. and he starts to get like thinner and weaker. Sorry, you're talking paler. about the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Bulletproof, the Rise of Skywalker, a Charlie's Angels joint. When do you know in the Rise of Skywalker when you see the spoilers? Well, I've when seen the yeah, see but the, the bit when you see the spoilers is crazy. When you see the Emperor's fingers like growing back. Do you know how they did that effect? They actually burnt someone's fingers off in real life and reversed the footage. No no no. They didn't. Oh, they used, oh, like, well they, shit on me then. It's it, it, it's makeup mostly and then there's a condom like hidden oh, under the yeah, makeup. And they use Luke Wilson's jizz well, to fill it up so that it pumps. Well, oh, what's the actor like that plays? Finger. What's the actor that's why it that doesn't look anything like again. a finger. What's the actor that plays the umpire? Ian, Ian McDermott. Well, what they did was they had Luke Wilson because he's a fart fetishist, like uh. hiding inside Ian McDermott's robe. And every time they gave Ian McDermott a bunch of beans, so every time Ian McDermott <laughs> yeah. farted, they'd also electrocute. Uh, Sorry, Luke what, Wilson's. Are prostate. we talking about the counselor? Is that, yeah, that yeah. happens in. Yeah. Doesn't that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They electrocute yeah. his prostate in the counselor during yeah. the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> While he's eating beans. And, and whilst he's getting <laughs> farted on, whilst he's eating beans. And, uh, and so every time it happens, he comes yeah. and that fills no up the condom yeah. with, with jizz. So it becomes a thingy. And that's why at the end of, uh, the, end of the Rise of Skywalker, Ian Holm or what, Ian Glenn is Ian like Ian McShane. It's walking around with just like, limp sodden looby condoms <laughs> it's like and the lightning effect because there's yeah. a bit when he shoots lightning out of his hands mm. the way they did that is they pierced a little hole in the tip of each condom yes. and then electrocuted uh. him but they also because obviously the lightning scene lasts for ages yeah. they had to like keep electrocuting um, Luke Wilson because he had to be producing enough jizz for it to be firing out at force but also have shape protection yeah, yeah. That's why there's a law in like Hollywood productions that, that you can only use Luke Wilson's cum if he's being electrocuted painfully. No, well, that's a clause in the in the same like law, but it is that you can only use that effect a couple of times a year. Oh uh, no, that's true. Yeah, because it's like really hard on his body, but he's like essential, an essential like Hollywood asset in product movie production. Well, I remember. Otherwise, how would you do the backwards fingers are regrowing effect or the lightning? Well, I remember years and years ago when we were producers, um, Owen Wilson actually approached us and wow. said, "Hey, I can produce not too." So I broke his fucking nose, and that's why it looks like that. And then years later, when he tried to kill himself, it was because <laughs> he was ashamed of me breaking his nose. Oh no. Oh wow! 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 <laughs> 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 that was me trying to make the sound of the 
Matrix when it goes inside Neo's throat. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dial up Neo. Yeah. Dial up Neo. You know the hotline used to phone him and be like Hi, I'm Neo, and for only forty nine ninety nine a minute, you can dial me and hear real modem noises. Tom Green is in this movie. This is the Tom Green show. And he's it's funny. not the Green Tom show. No. It's totally the best part of the movie whenever he's on screen. He says The Chad. He, he, we first see him and he's him and Drew Barrymore have obviously had a wild the night. They've done hookupery, and for a little bit of context, at the time, Drusev Barrymore right. was married. Yeah. Uh, Tom Green was her lady wife. Which just, for some reason, makes it kind of funnier. Yeah, no, yeah, and, it's, uh, it's he's, sweet. Yeah, and he's like... He's making eggs. Cooking How up some eggs, eggs and he's morning. going... He's like... He, call, he keeps referring to himself in the third the person by the Chad, and he's like, we'll have a little breakfast, and then maybe we'll have a little Chad. Little, little the Chad. And she is like sort of laughing but she's also like kind of turned off as well so she's out of there i never know how it plays i feel like she's charmed by him the whole time and she's also just take she's also just like messing with him she's because she has to go to work it's not andron yeah and she's like not and go and then he's like why are you leaving is it the eggs is it she's like it's not the eggs and then she turns around and she's like it's maybe the chad and he's holding he's, <laughs> he's standing holding on the bow it. of the ship yeah. he's on a boat he's on a boat and uh, he's <laughs> yeah. standing on the bow of it or the sternum or whatever in, like, it's called pajamas like he's a body wearing suit, he's wearing old-timey thing. prospector onesie <laughs> yeah. with the butthole yeah, flap exactly. which is actually the reason they had it on set is because that's what you have to keep owen wilson in when you're milking his soul <laughs> yeah. for nut and using him as a fuck special effect and he's like so despondent about it what does he go and do He's standing right on the like, cause she's walking along the boardwalk, and he's walking behind her down on the by boat. the sea. And when he gets up to the front of the boat, and he's just like, she's like, it was maybe the Chad, and he's like, what does he even say? He's just like, it was the Chad. The Chad. <laughs> like, they came from behind. <laughs> yeah, and then he's just standing and on the front of the ship and just tips over. But it's because he drops the, the egg. Water. He drops the eggs first. He just first. drops everything he, that he's he holding. Lets the, nobody yeah. like lets the eggs go first. So like it's so like he doesn't just fall into like the briny depths. He falls into like, like he makes the ocean a big egg soup. Yeah, with like not drops enough his egg. Like, just as if somebody... Just like, what news would you need to hear that you would just become catatonic and just drop what you were holding and then just topple over... Decide to land kind of kill ocean. yourself? Yeah, he's just like, so... Which is really funny, because it's like, if Drew, if Drew, if they're a regular hookup and Drew Barrymore is just does, always does this, this thing where she's like, I'm leaving because I hate you, or whatever. It's like it an doesn't play as them. that. It does play as it like... It doesn't, yeah. But if, it would be. it's kind of funny to think... That he is just doing that because he's like trying to make her laugh. Yeah, I feel, I feel like random. Yeah, it plays as if Tom Green, the actor, yeah, is, the actor <laughs> is trying to get Drew Barrymore, the actor, to break. Yeah, or like yeah, crack. totally. Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like he's trying to take her out of the film for. Yeah, like, exactly. But he is the by far and away the best part. That Crispin yeah. Glover is fantastic too. Yeah, but he is totally the best part of this yeah, film. Yeah, definitely. Because Especially he's just weird. He's super weird, and he just he's just one of those times like where you, every time you see his body on screen, you're just like kind of start laughing, and you're waiting <laughs> for something funny to happen. He's he just is, this, like a comical looking person. 
but not in an got, offensive way, but just like he I'm has offended. this like charming, yeah, charming, <laughs> like charming, like the toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, and then he says stuff in a really deadpan and funny way. Was it the Chad? I can't remember anything else he says because he does come back and st- well, he comes back <laughs> and we were laughing because they're like. He's singing Brandy. Oh yeah, you're a fine wife. He's, what a fine wife you, you could be. be. But my life, my yeah. love, my lady. And they're is all the they're all singing along with him. And then like <laughs> yeah, Drew Barrymore is like singing. Okay. And then and like Cameron Diaz is like laughing at him and stuff. And then they're asking him questions like Lucy and Cameron Diaz are asking him stuff like about his life or whatever, and he is ignoring them. <laughs> just, just continuing saying it's the Chad or well, <laughs> something like that. Like. They're like, why have you got a boat? And he's like, my life, my love, my lady is the sea. (laughs) He said, it's that song. We had a little moment with that song, though, because I was like, I've fucking seen fucking Bulletproof before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then why am I only now realizing this song's in it? And before now, I only did think of it as a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 song. Right. Well said. Right. Because Kurt Russell in that movie has a whole bit about, hey, listen, it's okay to be an evil fuckface because yeah. my life is the sea and yeah. this song's about sowing your wild oats, yeah. sailor boy. But that is actually a really nice song. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. I think the bit in The Simpsons, there's two bits that remind me of The Simpsons. One is that Sam Rockwell, who plays like a benevolent, oh, when he we says, think, Thank you, come again. No. When, <laughs> when he does, well, there's enough brown face in this movie that it ages about as well as anything Hank Azaria does in The yes, Simpsons. Yes, true. That's true. Um, and it, but yeah, Sam Rockwell plays. We think he's benevolent at first. He turns out to be the main bad guy. He's a dork. Yeah, he, yeah. at first you think he's just a soft. And dork. he, but he's like a millionaire, or whatever. And he has this house, and it looks exactly like Troy McClure's house. It does because I, I was that, like, hey, it's Tony Stark's house. And you were like, no, Troy McClure. Yeah, and I was yeah. Like, oh fuck, no, you're it totally, totally right. Like because it is also up against like a like a fake backdrop view of Hollywood or whatever. The thing is, yeah, he's like, you're supposed to think he's the good guy. At first he's dressed, he's like a Bill Gates type, but then yeah. the twist is he's actually a Steve Jobs type. Yeah. And that he's like an evil Bond when villain. He, when he turns evil, he's wearing all black and smoking and looking cool and stuff. And he joins the New Zealand All Blacks and does a haka. So it's just like, no. He so does, he does like, a haka. There's 10 minutes of this film where he's doing the <laughs> traditional pre-rugby Maori dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the uh, um, the other thing that reminds me of the Simpsons, uh, I've forgotten. What was it? Remember, there's the bit that's Troy oh, McClure's house. It's a uh, Pat, Patty, or Selma. Oh, they also sing. Yeah, I think it's maybe in the same episode. I, it's weird that I don't remember that because there's two Selma ones. There's Selma's choice where she decides to get the lizard. She wants to have a baby, but then she decides not to, and she just makes do with the, the baby. Li- oh, make do with lizard. With the lizard. Sorry. Uh, you know, and they I'd go rather to, have a lizard than a baby. They go to Duff Gardens, and she has a hard time looking after Lisa and Bart. So she's like, "I can't do this." I am the Lizard Queen. Yeah. And then there's the other <coughs> episode with Troy McClure, where she, which is uh, a fish called Selma. Yeah, that's the one when she's dating, um, dating him or whatever. Yeah, and uh, they're dating, and then he's like, "I can't. We can't have a baby because I'm a fish fetishist or whatever." I guess so. It means and I, I think it's in that move, that episode. She sings to Jub Jub. Yep, yep. Brandy. You're a fine fine girl. girl. What a bad show this becomes. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Okay, Boomer. Okay, Matt Groening, Boomer. You fucking Matt Groening. You Boomer. You fucking Simpsons, (laughs) Boomer. Fuck off, Simpsons. Fuck off up your own bum, Simpsons. Disney Simpsons. The The Disney's. Hey, speaking of racist. Do you think there will be a scene in The Simpsons 
a season 50 when Homer sucks the life force out of the rest of his family. Well, I know in that episode... But then they do kill cut, him. They're already going to cut all of Kelly Marie Tran's scenes right. to kowtow to racist internet Yeah, cunts. totally. Oh, no. Uh, shitty fart fuckers. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. That was a, that was a real shame. Can we movie. talk about the Shaken Stevens bit? Yes. Just for a little bit of context, uh, Shaken Stevens is shite and has a song called Green Door, and I want to talk about the Green Tunnel. Oh, yeah. So this movie, oddly devoid of the colour green. We don't know if that's actually true, but there is... What are you talking? There's no Shaken... No, but there's no Shaken Stevens. No, well, he has a song called Green Door, so it was a bad seg. It's not even related, all right. It's related enough. You're right, it's a bad seg. All right, keep going. You threw me off, I was trying to... What's behind the green door, green door. Anyway, there is a green tunnel that... You're right, there are no greens in this movie. It's deeply devoid of green. Until... RB, that's the colour palette of this film. Because remember... Shaken Stevens. The second time we see Crispin Glover is at a like a Formula One race car scene. Yeah, and him and Cameron Diaz like, race bridge. each other, and they race around the track Every and then drive cars, onto the street. It's green, <laughs> and they drive onto the street and they're racing about, and they cr- and it's there's some funny editing because it's like it cuts. Crispin's car is going, and Cameron's car is going, and it just cuts between them like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think I figured out what and Yeah, they, but then they do a chicken on like a Golden Gate Bridge, but it's green. Well, that's why Shaken Stevens is in that scene. He's not. Of, yeah, he is. He looks at the camera and says, What's behind the green okay. door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I figured out, by the way, yeah. why that tunnel's green in the end. Go on. They're, they're driving along through this tunnel and yeah. it's insanely green, mm. like, like lit, magnificently lit, but it's all in green. Mm. And then it cuts to inside their car and the monitors are green. <laughs> Yeah. And it seems like the file was corrupted or something, yeah. although I gather this would have been shot on film given the time. It's like a really bad use of green screen when like, you can see it reflecting on the actors. But it wasn't an accident. Right. It is green screen. The tu- yes. They're not actually in a tunnel. No. That's actually a urethral camera, and that's Luke Wilson's infected cummy no! urethra from just just because his cum's a little bit sandy. Oh! It's uh, it's just torn his urethra to shreds, oh! and it's all green and infected. No! And that's the cars in that scene are actually just granules of his jism. Like you know the bit yeah. when you zoom in super close it to his cum and you see that it's actually film. made of cars. The celluloid was made out of spumuloid. Sp- <laughs> That's horrible. Spum. It's horrible. Spum, spum, electrocute my bum. I'm Luke Wilson. Make me come. Then there's also a bit where. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, they kidnap. Uh, oh, yeah. Bill Murray, who I guess is like a fucking not that cool now or whatever, and like mm. seems like to love smelling his own farts. <laughs> He's really good in this. He plays Bosley, mm. who's like kind of the like on screen patriarch. Um, kind of. Although it, he plays more as a sort of, they have jokes and that sort of his expense. It's very strange, very weird yeah, it's, relationship. It is, yeah, it's always uncomfortable to see Bill Murray, and um, yeah, and he gets kidnapped. Yeah, and he in one like cutaway gag, he bites. He's biting. He's biting a wax candle. Yeah, he's like and yeah, because he, he gets gun out of it. And I, then, there's like a montage of him trying to get out of his cell. Is that, yeah, he like and stuff like that, and doing kind bird. of funny stuff. Yeah, and he's chatting to like a like an birdie. actual bird. We're not like oh a bald. No, no, a bald, <laughs> a bald. <laughs> uh, no, but he's like mm. 
Yeah, he's like gnawing something up like a chipmunk. And then it's a really well made <laughs> fake wax gun. Yeah. And then for no reason it plays the Miami Vice theme tune for like a second or two. Yeah. I feel like it's just, and I, I think I'm wrong. I want to say the guy that made its name is John Hammer. But that mm. might just be because that sounds cool. It does sound cool. Um, but I feel like it's probably just because someone involved in this is his pal. Or like yeah. the shot at his house. Yeah, I mean... Because it feels like it's only... Because it's not a Miami Vice reference. He hasn't no. made us... There's no it's gun like, synonymous with Miami Vice, really. Yeah, it's one of those references that occasionally happens in shit stuff where it's like... You know, like, if somebody had a... I don't know, like... It's like in, it's like in a movie... If, Somebody uh, wearing a tux and you go, yeah, oh, James then, Bond And or then whatever. the music would, that's what I was yeah, thinking as well. And really? The music would yeah, go yeah. like, da Yeah, yeah. And you're just like. the real James Bond. But that isn't, a, and if you're in the cinema and it's, it's sort of some romantic comedy or whatever, like a Meryl Streep movie nowadays or whatever. Yeah, and, all those famous romantic comedies with Meryl Streep that have been coming out. The ones that are set in India and, and are about, oh, you know, the, like royalty or fucking I don't know. rich ass, you know white ass about. assholes. Grand, it's not the Grand Budapest like, Hotel. That's the Wes Anderson one that's equally white. And um, actually, in a, in a. Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. That shit, yeah. Which yeah. always feels a little bit like it's supposed to be like broken English, right? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Well, why the fuck would you? You don't have grey pubes. True. I and did you watch, didn't vote for Brexit. I did watch It's Complicated, and that's pretty good. Is it simple enough to follow? Yes. Uh, There's a scene when Steve Martin smokes oh, well, a big dube. Oh, really? Quite, it's quite funny. He was in uh, Burning Down the House. Yeah. No, Bringing Down the House. It's supposed to be really bringing racist, up baby. too. Bring, he was in Bringing Up Baby. In 1933. Yeah, remember um, the bit in Bringing Up Baby when... Uh, What's it called when uh, I can't think of any other bad bits from Rise of Skywalker? I'm trying to think <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> when they have in bringing up baby when they have to get the Sith knife the and then they have to oh, go yeah. to the Sith knife translator and then they have to go to the Sith Sith knife location area to get the Sith and you have to stand at the exact right point. But you just do. I'm just getting sad. Maybe that's the only vantage point. The, the only vantage. Did you know on this planet, there's only one bit you can stand on, and everybody else it looks like they're standing, but they're in fact not. <laughs> also, horses in space. Horses in space. I mean, space. wasn't that plan? Was, was, was Exegol? Really... Exegol sounds like a like was a petrol it, company. Was Exegol in space? Did it have an Exegol atmosphere? Exegol isn't where the Death Star is. Oh no! Wait, we're talking about the horses in space. Because then they were fighting with Sparky spaceships. Was like, but was that within the atmosphere of Exegol? I think it must. Because I'm the willing Star to admit that it was. Risen up and were about to fly off. They why fly did, from space. Why did Ray think she'd killed Chewie, and then later on, when he was further away, was able to sense him? <sighs> oh, Chewie's dead. Chewie's not dead. But Sparky, my friend, my friend, Sparky. He, uh, I was like around at his the other day and he was like, they'd, uh, a couple of other friends, they'd been drinking and stuff and we did, only talked about how shit the Rise of Skywalker is mm. and he could not breathe just trying to explain <laughs> why that wouldn't work, why you couldn't have horses riding on a Star Destroyer <laughs> and because he really likes science and stuff yeah. and I'm like, I care not for science yeah. uh, and also neither does Star Wars, Yeah, but he was so, he was like, you've never seen somebody like struggle to breathe because of science, <laughs> unless it's like in a gas chamber, yeah, but he's yeah. like, oh, they would all have hypoxia <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess, but like also like there's that's explosions funny. and noise in yeah. space. Totally, that would it's scare not, horses that's away. That's not what breaks the rise of Skywalker no, for me. No, it it really it almost 
I mean, justice it, for Rose Tico, justice for Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, she could have been in that movie. Well, I think uh, the horses in space is just like, why would you bring them? Are there that many times that you need to actually land on the actual outside of another spaceship and well, walk around in space? Here's a question. Did it work that out? That you would need a did vehicle it work on out to their advantage? Did it? Yeah. No, I'm sure, well, no, because then Finn's like, hey, I, well, I didn't have an arc in the last movie, even though I definitely did, so I'm going to try and kill myself again. And then in one of her four seconds of screen time, Kelly Marie Tran, who's awesome, she's freaking awesome, is like, What? All right, then, fucking whatever. I don't even care. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw the screenwriter, Chris Terrio, of Batman v Superman fame, uh, infamy rather. Um, he came out today and was like, oh, no, it wasn't on purpose. We weren't being on purpose racist and sexist. It was just because we needed someone to be there on the planet with Leia. But then we didn't think it looked good, so we'll cut it all out. Wow. I know. And he said it like that. Yeah. Weird. I don't care for it. No. And I don't care for him. Mm. And The Last Jedi fucking rules. Yeah, also I was watching Jenny Nicholson's video and she Has she done it. has she done a proper one? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. this is yeah. the sound of me rubbing my hands together. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to do it. <laughs> um, she makes a good point Wait, that where... implies that I'm attracted to Jenny Nicholson. I just meant I'm excited to hear her hot takes. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubbing your hands together, not in a sexy way. Well, the only way I can get, see because I got the, it's called the new Lukening, the operation I had. It's when you, because obviously Luke Wilson had that thing where he got his fingers replaced with 10 penises. Yeah. So he could rub his hands together and secrete like gallons More, of yeah, milky white need, creamy yeah, yeah. jism at once. Right, yeah. Um, he, well, they only but, uh, did that because he got so emaciated making the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that he had to kill Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, but what I was going to say about Jenny is that she mentioned Jedi. that JJ in an interview yeah. had said that that bit when Finn is like, they think they're they're sinking in the sand and they think they're going to die, and he <laughs> goes, "Ray, I never told you," and then they sink. Yeah, they never. <clears throat> and she's like, "What were you going to tell me?" And he's like, "I did nothing. Never it's mind." That he feels the force. I mean, he feels the force. Not that he was yeah. like, "I got a big, big confession to make." And that I'm also a Jedi because I'm related to Samuel L. Jackson. Oh God! Right. Mace. Well, and the other black Finn character Windu. they had to the only other person of color in the whole fucking film. Uh, who gets paired off with uh, yeah. Finn. Yeah. At the end, they had to cut out a scene that revealed she was related to Lando. Yeah. Which is just like, check your fucking privilege, I know, JJ. Honestly. Deeply, deeply you can't say. I mean, that's, that shit is like, if, if they're if trying to... If we were to, trying to come up with jokes about how racist it was, of course, yeah. we would have came up with that. Definitely. 100%. Like, that's and what it, we but, do. And at the same time, when they're trying to defend it by being like, oh, no, we didn't notice, like, or we didn't intend it to be like that, or whatever. We're so tone deaf that we couldn't <laughs> tell in the edit that this was going to come off as fucking So they're nightmarish. just shit writers. Like, they're just shit at making films. JJ can't write. JJ's a pretty solid director, but you shouldn't yeah, be allowed. Yeah, because Force Awakens is really nice. Well, The Force Awakens is like a fun remake. Yeah. And uh, he's remade Star Wars twice yeah. with uh, Star Trek 09 and The Force Awakens. Yeah. And they're both pretty fun. Yeah. Very lens flary, of course. Yeah, but, annoying. Uh, and then he's made shit follow ups. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness, the worst film about 9 11. Yeah. Um, and then Rise of Skywalker, the worst film about Star Wars. The, 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 yeah. I mean, like, sure, the prequels are shit. I mean, like, I guess I hate Rogue One more. I yeah. guess. Babu Frick's kind of cool. I would say that Rogue One is has a more coherent 
like self-contained story that's well that's true it very and, and it's that's sick. it's also a fucking mess that yeah. jumps around from totally. planet to planet yeah, with yeah. no it's cohesion not, it's not told well but, but at it, least they're just on one mission there's that bit in there's that bit in rogue one though when they're like freaking goodbye little sister and it's <laughs> yeah. like homie you have spent 10 seconds <laughs> with know. this woman yeah yeah like because he's asthmatic, just like a fucking General yeah, Grievous. Folk with, folk with asthma are so thick. They think everyone's <laughs> yeah. their fucking sister. Yeah. Oh, man. So the Green Tunnel, Brandy Song, Miami Vice Wax Gun. Then we instantly go to the Godzilla theme. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I don't know if the audience knows. But uh, I've been watching a lot of Miami Vice over the last year. So I instantly was like, oh, hey, they pulled me in. And just a second before they're playing yeah. Brandy and I like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume yeah, 2. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, they pulled me in. And then in they cut succession. to the Godzilla yeah. music and I'm like, well, now I feel like I'm being pandered to. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually Simon Says. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It means the, the recording artist of that song, which samples the, uh, oh, not a Shiro Honda, uh, Mifune. Mm, I can't remember the composer's name, but it samples the original Godzilla tune. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't get any money for it because he didn't ask for permission. So it's good to know that he's not profiting off of that scene yeah, in Charlotte Proof. Proof. Yeah. Doctors hate him. There's a good bit when... <gasps> Doctors <clears throat> hate him, remember? Who? Crispin Glover learns one neat trick and doctors hate him <laughs> because he finds out that if you tear off a bit of lady's hair <laughs> yeah. and rub it off your face and back of your head, yeah. it will give you, you know, yeah, ultra powerful he, kicks. He's they're fight after that party scene with Luke Wilson and stuff, they, they're chasing Crispin Glover and like kicking him and stuff and trying to fight with him. And he like grabs one of their like, grabs Drew Barrymore by the head or whatever, and he rips a bit of hair. her hair, and then like, it just cuts to this weird yeah. And he just like he's rubbing it all over his face, his face and sort of half but smiling. not even I must say not even in a partic- particularly sexual or fetishistic. He just manner. has a dead. It feels more like a comfort face. thing. He's just staring back at them, just rubbing hair, rubbing on hair his face. all over himself. And then later, like, we've the, all done it. And later at the race car scene. He's doing it again. Yeah, he's just into here. But uh, the, the the secret, the, the subtext is if you steal a woman's hair mm. and anoint yourself with it, mm-hmm. you will be able to kick through walls. Yeah. And he does kick Lucy Lou later on in the movie. Like She goes fucking She goes across crying. a room. Then through like wood, Through the roof. Then through like, tiles. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> why like, doctors Structural hate him. beams and out into the air. And she goes, her scream is legit like, ah! <laughs> <So> when, yeah! <laughs> yeah. It's the start of The Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why when you go to like if you go to like illegal streaming sites totally yeah. that sounds bad just to watch like The Good Place not to watch anything untoward mm-hmm. uh, not that The Good Place is nah, it doesn't it's matter on Netflix um, yeah no but I don't want to do things properly I right, want to go you. to the got bad you. place got you uh, but you know you get those those uh, little fake those ads at the top yeah, yeah and there's yeah. the one with the picture of Crispin Glover and he's got the hair on him and it yes. says doctors hate him yeah local twat learns one neat <laughs> yeah, trick yeah. to imbue him with horse-like kicks <laughs> yeah totally and I always click on it it's right next to the yeah. one where the old lady's peeling off her skin uh, or like yeah the, local, ba- it's the like old a, banana a, that's like two these teeth five side by side yeah yeah you know like one set of teeth that's white it's brown one set of teeth yeah, that's yeah, brown yeah, got you local teeth local teeth hate him local mum learns neat crispin glover (laughs) Um, yeah and then yeah then there's a bit when at the bit when we find out that sam rockwell is the actual main bad guy 
I can't remember what the reasoning is behind it's it. It's because but... it's really sad, actually, and they yeah. never call attention to it. This whole plot is just uh, Sam Rockwell's dad was in Vietnam and Sam Rockwell, for some reason, thought his dad was a hero that Charlie betrayed um, the titular Charlie in Bulletproof. Right. Um, yeah. And But actually, uh, Sam Rockwell's dad was a double agent working for the Vietnamese, so yeah. a good guy. Um, and yeah. or at least on the right side, yeah, uh, or the least bad side, sure. Um, and then, and then, oh, I actually don't know about the politics of the war in Vietnam. I just assume the Americans are the body because they usually are. I mean, they definitely started it, right? Yeah, but Vietnam but fucking like, finished it, didn't they? Did they? How? Well, the America had to leave because yeah. they were losing. Fucking Doctor Manhattan, whatever. Anyway. But the point was. His entire revenge plot is based around the false idea that his dad was some kind of hero. Yeah. If Charlie wasn't a fucking weird chaser asshole, he could just be like, here, nah, for real though, honestly, actually, um, your dad was like a body and stuff, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I didn't even kill him. He was killed by someone else. Who lied to... It who lied to Sammy Rockwell? It doesn't make enough sense it doesn't, it to makes, drive him to try and conduct this whole mad plot because you find out that everything that's happened up to that point in the movie has been it's a shell puppetry. game it's yeah. all been machiavellian we yeah. even talked about sam rockwell says that he's trying to prevent another evil company led by tim curry from stealing technology that would enable people to track anyone anywhere in the world at any point which i guess 20 years ago was yeah, dystopian like sci-fi and now <laughs> it's just a thing yeah totally i mean Sure, we're signing away our privacy, but that's how we're able to find hot singles in our area. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, at the point when you find out that Sam Rock was the bad guy, there's the bit when he is him and his cronies, including Crispin, yeah. are like oh, explaining stuff to Drew Barrymore. And he's suddenly dressed in black. He's suddenly dressed in black and he's smoking and then he's eating like a chocolate dipped strawberry. And he starts spitting oh. it at her. It, does that happen? He legit happens. He's he's standing next to the uh, Kelly Lynch. Oh yeah, Kelly Lynch, who's been <laughs> mentioned precisely once in this podcast. Yeah, and and he's describing like his whole like fucking plan or whatever. Yeah, like a like the, the nefarious classic, plot type thing. I'm gonna tell you while she still have time to stop me. Exactly. Yeah, and at the same time he's just going. <laughs> and like spitting chunks of of strawberry at her and then he flicks his cigarette like in a fucking prison movie at her and then of course he raises a gun and fires and it looks like he shoots her right in the head and she goes flying through this glass window but then we see later on that she bullet timed out the way it's cool it goes to some other scene and then it cuts back and it reverses like the the film is going backwards and then replays and it shows that she actually did an Ozymandias and just sort of half dodged the bullet and jumped no, out the window as, or whatever. Yes, I guess you could call it an Ozymandias, but it wasn't it as just cool. missed her. It wasn't as cool as no, when he no, no, no. the bullet. Um, it was cool that she went through the window and then was hanging off this sheet and she was naked and, and she fell down a hill. I guess that's cool. I mean, I really yeah. do like hills. So that to me, that <laughs> yeah. was like the best bit yeah. of the film. Because uh, there was a nice wide shot that showed that she was in, like where she was hanging. It was above like it was above like a really cool suits. like Hollywood Hills type area. It feels like this film takes place entirely in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like it would be globe trotty. I yes. felt like it's. I, I thought think... that's what the whole deal was because there was like all these different. 
Like in the intro s- sequence of this movie where it showed the title, Bulletproof. Yeah, Bulletproof. There was proof. this, there was weird like montage like cuts where it showed mm. each of them in like different costumes. On like adventures and that they're implied adventures. to have had before. Just like... And they're like, they're in Vietnam. Weird. They're handcuffing Ian Huntley. Yeah. They're like impeaching Trump. <laughs> yeah. It's all these like weirdly <laughs> specific things that would happen in the next 20 years. Yeah. They like pull off Boris Johnson's wig. <laughs> It's like, yeah. it's kind of prescient. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, uh, there's a bit when they're crying and lamenting that the NHS doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a bit when they're just sniffing each other's bums. Right. And, and uh, it's, quite, it's quite weird because, uh, yeah, then in the movie, none of that happens. It's all set in California. Yeah. And then they look at the camera and say, 9-11 will happen next year. <laughs> yeah. And it fucking did. Yeah, and then they also predict the Avengers. The Avengers! Black <laughs> and Widow. Guardians 2. Drew Black Widow Barrymore. Oh, yeah, totally. Why don't you tell the people about that, old bean? Yeah, so then later when it's like at the kind of like culmination, the d- denouement uh, <laughs> uh, scene, which is a classic, like they're all captured and then they have to get out or it's whatever. It's the lowest point in their hero's journey. Yeah. Um, it's the bit they parody in Scary Movie 2, which also has Tim Curry in it. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and Drew Barrymore is, like, roped up, tied to this chair, and there's all these, like, bad guys around who are going to, like, kill her or whatever. Unseemly fellas. Yeah. And she... He, he, like, he, one guy, like, takes her lighter, and he's like, I'm going to kill you in a second, but I'm going to light my cigarette first. And yeah. she's like, don't take that lighter. And then... And take I thought, that heavier. And then he goes, oh, no, it is heavier. And his hand falls. That's silly. And he's like, all his other mates are like, just like go of it. Just like go of it. And he's just like, no, it's my lighter. No. Uh, No, Wait, don't they give her it back? Yeah, because I thought that the lighter was going to fucking explode and kill them all. Well, that's how it's set up. But it doesn't happen. He lights a cigarette. I think he hands it back to her. Put this on the lighter, yeah. She has it. With her hands tied behind her back. Yeah, and then she has her hands tied behind her back on the chair, and she's trying to light the lighter to burn the rope. We're getting some cool ropes of... Because the rope rope doesn't look like rope on screen when you shoot it, so it's actually Luke Wilson come. Also, so was that slow motion pull a bit. They had to to freeze his jizz and put it back inside his dick. Actually, the bit when you see the bullet going through the air... That's what I'm saying. It was his frozen nut. Yeah, the bit when you see the bullet going through the air and you see the, like, air displacement, they didn't... actually want that because the bullets don't look like that in real life but it the, was just because of the jizz that you well, can't was, get rid of it that was film. his farts from earlier like <laughs> yeah. still circularly wafting through the air but yeah then she's going like here's what's going to happen i'm going to kill all you guys and i'm going to do it in just a second because she's trying to light the rope and stuff like that and then, and then eventually gonna, and then i'm what does she say and then i'm going to moonwalk out of here oh and then i'm going to moonwalk out of here and they're all like who, who is this broad what does this girl think she's being able to do by yeah. talking to us? <laughs> and then uh, she just is like, well, seeing as my lighter's not working, I'm going to do it with my hands tied behind my back. And then she beats them all up. It's pretty fun. Pretty cool and fun. Pretty yeah. good fun and cool. And it was exactly like... The bit that they... The it was Black exactly Widow, like the, that bit in... in uh, Avengers, yeah. But I was going to say, it's exactly like that bit in Scary Movie 2 that's parodying it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what does she do when she's done beating them up? She beats them all up. They're all lying all over the floor. We hear Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson, by Notorious Child Rapist Michael Jackson. 
Yeah. I'm go Ampu now there. Okay. What's he, what's well, he going to do? Yeah, is yeah. his estate going to sue me? I don't have a name. It's more like, do we want that to pop into people's heads at this point in our pod? Well, if any film that I mean, plays... Yeah, no, the any, answer is yes. Any film that plays Michael Jackson, <laughs> that I always get annoyed at it because yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, cool, now I'm thinking about fucking pederasty, which is sure my default thought. <laughs> <laughs> even even worse i think because like michael jackson's songs are famous enough that you can hear them and feel like the context of the movie or whatever is like justifies playing that song and for for the amount Something of time for the amount of time they play it it could yeah. be a fake one yeah yeah it could totally, have been like yeah yeah some bullshit but one that definitely sticks out as, oh, this is pedo music, is in the fucking Joker, which we probably shouldn't even bring up. Oh, that's a bad movie, but the Gary yeah, Glitter bit. the Gary Glitter song. Well, you know the Lego fucking Batman movie starts with a Michael Jackson quote on screen yeah. and then ends with a, it's like, and oh yeah, Guardians put, one starts with put that in a fucking children's film. Jackson 5 song, doesn't it? It ends with a Jackson 5 song, but I think only one of them is a yeah, pedo, true. so it's like... yeah. But it's just one like... One out of five ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. But she does she moonwalk? But then, yeah, they're all lying all over the floor and it plays the Michael Jackson song. And she does this fucking weird, like, hippity-hoppity, walking backwards thing. Yeah, but like, with feet, sort of dance move. feet raised She's off the ground. She's her feet up and is sort of dancing and just looks silly. And then it just looks, jumps about a bit and runs it away. It looks more like someone walking on the moon True. than it does a notorious child looks, rapist oh, Michael oh, okay, Jackson's okay. moonwalk. It looks like somebody trying to moonwalk on the moon. No, it doesn't, though, because... trying to keep their feet flat, but because the gravity is so low... They accidentally uh, rise up. Yeah, no, I get that. Right? Yeah, and because remember, she's still got ropes and ropes of uh, Luke Wilson's hot, sticky semen pretending to be ropes around her legs. It would make sense for horses not to fall off of Star Destroyers if the gravity of the Star Destroyer was so great that it held them to. But I think there's no place for science in Star Wars. And how is there gravity on every ship? No, but I think they're on. I think they're just in the. I think they're just in the sky. But also, how do you get your horses Sparky back? Sparky said they should have just tipped it one way. They would have fallen off. They said that in blank check as well. I don't think they. I don't think they do get the horses back. They don't. They yeah, beat a hasty like, retreat. Fucking but I bring think them. They've, I think they've all been killed by then. Yeah, Bulletproof's a weird film. I know a lot. A lot happened in this film. Um, is Charlie's is Bulletproof? <laughs> is Charlie what they call smack? No, it's cocaine. Never mind. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, is this a kink? Is this a kinky film? Uh, definitely. Like, there's yeah, definitely yeah. Lucy Liu being like, oh, I'm a dominatrix, and yeah. the other girls are like male fantasies. Like, oh, we're just bimbo. There is a scene, yeah, um, we didn't actually get into that, but they go to some office, and they pose as, like, it's an office filled, it looks like 1984 or something. It's filled with It looks like desks a, and computer Like monitors, the Apple commercial the before yeah, they smash exactly the screen. Exactly like yeah. that, yeah. And they're all kind of like overweight, nerdy, like they're, man-child They're the looking. guys who really like Zack Snyder and really hate yeah, The Last exactly. Jedi. <clears throat> and Lucy Liu walks in wearing like a kind of PVC She's in a like she's like in a dominatrix yeah. specifically and she's, like a sexy dominatrix. Certainly I had to cross my legs. Yeah, her right and left hand men are dressed in suits and have facial hair and stuff and short like short haircuts but they are at least they are drew barrymore and cameron diaz and it's quite a weird scene because then all of the guys in the office are like jaws on the floor and you're like i get that they would be jaws on the floor about the dominatrix. lucy lou dominatrix thing which is kind of weird enough because it's like 
Well, she, uh, don't just want hot women they want they want to be, to be dominated well but remember then she also, pushes she has... a guy into her <clears throat> breasts as well yeah. she's like does anyone have an idea and he has an idea and then she's she, definitely like, using like the rubs, sexual aspect rubs boob to, off his face to like distract them or whatever but at the same time there's two like what's the opposite of drag like two uh, oh no it's drag it's just drag yeah it's just there don't be so cameron fucking and, cis michael no cameron and and uh drew are, are dragged up as men yeah and they look like the thing they look of, like it either that, that is part of the sexual thing as well because they look hot they look kind of like uh soft boys in drawings like anime hentai drawings yes. of like sexy young yeah, men yeah. yayoi or whatever got, it's called yeah but they've then, got super like blonde like girly hair featured. but it's like shortly cut but i thought they looked like um, like a PS1 cutscene, yeah. like a pre-rendered full motion video of like a character in Silent Hill who's like, "I'm just a businessman." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the sort of not quite actually there. Yeah, totally. Um, Definitely, sort of like almost like if somebody were to kind of like draw what they thought a businessman looked like, but they were like also like, I don't know, had like, I don't know, like, uh, unconscious like sexual like it, it was informing the drawing like without like unconsciously you know what i mean yeah they were no, trying I to draw a businessman, but it turns out like yeah. a kind of beautiful man <laughs> yeah yeah because you're, you're like this artist is so repressed even when yeah. he tries to draw businessmen he ends up making them look like sexy ladies but yeah. to that end just quickly because i think obviously we've talked about how uh I mean, like, I've certainly talked about how I want Lucy Liu to boss me around. Sure, yeah. Out of the dudes in this film, yeah. who are you going to fuck with? Like, LL Cool J, Tom Green, Matt the White, Bill Murray, Sam Rockwell, Tim Curry, Luke Wilson, Crispin Glover, and Melissa McCarthy. I didn't mean to do that last one. That's really horrible. <laughs> it was just in my list of celebrity cameos. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's in this. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy's actually quite funny, although she makes bad choices. Um, what dude would you let plow you? Um, I mean, it's... Tom it's, Green, it's you know, Sam he's going to make your eggs and cuddle you. Sure. But look, Sam Rockwell... But it's on his boat. Because he rocks well. <laughs> but uh, Sam Rockwell, IRL, sure. But in this, mm. he's not going to be a generous lover. And True. he's also yeah, married yeah. to uh, the lady who we only mentioned once because she's yeah. not really a character. I mean, Crispin is sort of like weirdly like... He's like menacingly beguiling. Like I don't want to pull him off my of, hair, though. Nah, and it would be weird. And he'd be like, maybe like... I don't know because he seems like he would be very fast and yeah. like he would aggressive yeah and just he wouldn't get undressed and you just feel really like gross after Luke Wilson you know he's already spent true so you're not gonna get any which is a shame because probably out of those guys well see I think Matt, Matt the White yeah um, I think true. he's like he, yeah he's yeah. soft featured anyway and true. he looks like he's for an Italiano he's not particularly yeah. swarthy no way I no, don't true. I used to think swarthy meant hairy but it might mean dark skinned so um, I, yeah, I think it's kind of both. He's not particularly yeah. like uh, hairy looking. Mm. Why does he have a hole in his t-shirt at that one bit? He does. He is wearing like a kind of old t-shirt. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. It's like he's like a Hollywood fellow, and yeah. then he's got like a t-shirt that's like it's like, a kind of like one, the guy like says in Amityville. It's like that guy in Amityville who says, "I'm coming apart," <laughs> but it's about a t-shirt that he's wearing. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> no, that makes sense. No, it tracks. No. Welcome back to the Melissa McCarthy minute. Um, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy looks almost exactly the same as she does now. Uh, you in truly, this film. which is a really weird thing to see when you're good like, for her. you're like, uh, yeah, definitely good, good for, for her. her. But you're like, this is like 25 years later. It's how many years? 19. 19 years later. And you're like, 
Wait, who is that? That can't be because she looks exactly the same. And it's, it is. She's like, I guess it's probably something to do with preservatives. Maybe. Like it was. Mm, no, I don't feel she it's right. I was getting like the joke. Well, the joke would be like, Twinkies. oh yeah, like there's all this. They like, lots yeah, of they've got all sorts of preservatives. preservatives. But once again, I don't think we should be well, making body Bucky, shaming jokes at the only plus size <clears throat> character in the movie. True. Because believe it or not, they're classy enough to not. So, yes, true. And Luke yeah. Wilson's classy enough to not. <laughs> not true. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I guess uh, Bill Murray, you'd get in bed with him because he does seem Old like school a nice Bill kind Murray, of fellow. Because he's got, uh, you know, he's well, you don't have a choice if he's playing his character in Ghostbusters. Because remember in that movie, he shows up for a date with Dana Barrett, and also has like sedatives and a syringe with him. He like shows up to go on a date with Dana Barrett, or at least to like talk to her or whatever. Dana Barrett played by Sigourney Weaver, who was part of my sexual awakening as a young man, um, and he's like. She he she lets you know that she's this, she's been possessed by uh, yeah. she's the gatekeeper so uh, Vince Clore though or um, Gozer one of those and then we cut away then we see that he's like doped her up with his little like he's got like a little yeah. heroin kit like Vincent Vega and it's like yeah homie why did you bring that with you though true like what's the what's the end game here <laughs> I feel like Bill Murray is gonna. That's how we got that yeah, job. That's because he looks Charlie, so nice. Charlie obviously gaslights young ladies into dying for him. Yeah, so totally. maybe he's like, I'll part, pay you. Part of the program, Angels, is that yeah. you have to get date raped by Bosley. Oh my goodness. Well, remember the prodigy had a song about date rape. Yep. Ugh. 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 Remember the bit when they're like, "Stop eating my sesame cake." <laughs> Classic. There's Classic. also a funny bit when uh, uh, Bosley is. When he's captured, Bill Murray, when he's captured in his, his like cell. Yeah, when he's talking to the bird and stuff. He, yeah, he, he's talking to the bird and then he finds out that he's still got one of the like transmitters from when they're at the party. Scene. I get what you're saying. He's got terrible oral hygiene, so he's off the list. <laughs> yeah, true. And he, he uh, but separate from that, he separate realizes, but equal. He realizes that he can still talk to the other characters and he's like, yo, guys, I'm trapped. Come, come get do me. me a saving. And yeah, come do me rescuing me. And they're like, well, where the fuck are you? I don't know where you are. And he's like, I can see the ocean out the window. And they're like, that could be anywhere. Be anywhere in the southern and hemisphere. Then he's like, the only thing that's with me is this bird. And the bird goes like... And, and Cameron Diaz instantly is like, oh, I've, like, you know, south-billed, warbling blue tit or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> does and imitates this like... And it's like, there's only one place that they exist. It's like this place that's close. Yeah, close enough that we can get there in time and save him. Yeah, yeah. And it's not anywhere else in the world. It's in California. Of course it's in California, which is technically somewhere else in the world from where they are at that moment. True. But I like to think California lives inside all of us. And then at the end... <laughs> they play they play Blur <laughs> and Corn. Yes. And at the very end of the movie, when, when, the, when the movie is finished and they're just playing about in the surf... On yeah, the beach, yeah, 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 yeah. Drinking and just like playing. Charlie shows. It just that? cuts to like a stage oh, with right, American flag behind it, and, and they're, they're playing, playing Blink One Two, which is fucking Lachlan McLeod's favorite band, I think. Well, yeah, no. Well, hey, I like I got time for Blink when I was a little kid. I saw Blink One Eighty Two and like really liked them and stuff. I'm pretty sure a lot of their stuff <clears throat> wouldn't necessarily hold up. Yeah. lyrically anymore but certainly musically i always enjoyed the energy of that sort of pop yeah. punk sound and it was before it had it was obviously a lot more pop than punk but mm. it's always felt like blink 182 were a tattoo 
to a far lesser extent back in the day green day as well before american mm. idiot it did feel like they were like a little bit more hard-edged than what yeah. came after like your simple yeah, plans yeah. your yellow cards your True. real your radio friendly unit shifters like yeah, uh, yeah. fallout boy and stuff when yeah, it was totally. like only ever about like i'm in love yeah and yeah. you're my summer girl yeah. blink 182 <laughs> would at least be like you're my summer girl and i jacked off into a sock sure yeah yeah, yeah. Luke, luke wilson style <laughs> summer girl <laughs> but yeah they play blur yeah. Yeah, they play Blur. That, that's on the soundtrack, but like the movie, Wahoo. the movie ends and the oh, the closing credits are in, intercut with outtakes and War like the three girls like playing the song like it, as if it's a music video. It's quite weird. It is. It's quite weird to see the, that style of movie ending. <laughs> it reminds me of like Animal House type thing. But Animal it's House even weirder because it's like here are your characters, but they're just doing something else. Animal House does the thing where it's uh, it shows you it tells you what happened to them after. Though. Yeah, true. There are no. It's Austin Powers. Yes. Austin Powers ends with it's Austin Powers, and it's not even the ending because will you to the BBC to the Big Black Cock to the Big Black Cock? There's only one BBC I like, and it ain't the British Broadcasting Corporation, honey. There's okay. There's throughout Austin Powers. There's also cuts. It, it, little paper cuts no it cuts well that's between, what it feels like it cuts between scenes with weird like psychedelia like hippie songs yeah like it, it goes and he's dancing and stuff yeah, yeah. and it shows yeah. you the guy getting crushed in Tiananmen Square and then cuts back to the movie no or it shows yeah. you that one guy falling from the Twin no. Towers and then cuts back to but the yeah. movie uh, yeah it's like that and you're just like I'm watching a movie where this character is doing something and I'm trying to stay invested in the story but then it keeps cutting to this character is just looking at the camera falling and is dancing falling from the top of the no, building as it no, collapses no it's pre-9-11 yeah but it's pre-cum <laughs> ah! <laughs> did you know that that photo is not actually tragic because it's Luke Wilson who actually is diving out of the well off the towers and he's connected by a string of pre-cum that's technically right oh. um, half of it's right it is Luke you Wilson you see what happens Aki, when you're not around it is Luke Wilson <laughs> but what's actually happening is that his spum is shooting faster than he is falling spum obviously has a higher terminal velocity than man or woman spum so uh, no, both male and female spum is faster than <laughs> faster oh, than them come on but what I'm saying is he secretes so much as he's going down. Since the only way he can Too come much. without the prostate electrocutions, without oh, cattle prod up his asshole, right. uh, that he creates a nice, cushy, soft area for him. And there's a bit in this movie when you need to uh, to get into this high-tech security lab, they need to stick their hand into like some jelly. That Actually, uh, that's true. That does and happen. And that's Luke Wilson's spum. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another bit when they need to scan their eye. Yeah. And it's like this retinal scanner that looks vaguely phallic and it comes up to their yeah. eye. That's actually the device they used to milk the spum from yes, him. Yes, true. And, and that's why same, Drew Barrymore same... got an eye infection. Yeah, because in the same scene... Not like... how. Why? <laughs> because she <laughs> felt bad for him, so she got one on purpose. <laughs> Fuck off. In the same scene, she... Cameron Diaz is, is trying to get in... They're trying to break into some place. Uh, and, like, and she's wearing... Uh, like, there's that eye scanner thing is trying to scan her eye, and it's like, access denied, wrong eye. And she, like is wearing a lens and she like pokes it about she, for well, a sec it looks like it's her finger but she's actually holding her eye open whilst luke wilson walks off into it <laughs> but it's funny because the lens mm -hmm. is made of pre-cum yeah well you can't do it with post-cum because then it doesn't look good in post-production 
Anyway. So yeah, it's it's made of pea like, cum, which is a mixture of piss and clean. shit. Funnily enough, you would think it was a mixture of piss and cum. Just get, just let's get back on track, Lockie. Oh. When you come back or whatever, Lockie, Lockie, you're so Lockie, Lockie. We'll do. We'll not talk about cum. Stay tuned next week when we talk about Congo. No, I'm not going to be back. I don't think I'll be invited back. Or I might be. I might be allowed again in a bit. I'd like Stop to do it. I'd like to do it with Lockie and maybe cake. another podcast. Stop eating my sesame cake. Um, Thanks for joining us know. on the Tim Curry I don't know what we'll cast. do. We might have to do it again if he does another. I think he said he was going to watch Anger Management with his mate. Well, which is like if he does one with his mate, then I have to do one with my mate. Well, otherwise, know, they, it'll make my balls. They did smaller. make a. They did make a sequel to. Oh, you reminded me of a song we used to chant. I've got too much space in my balls, although they are small. Got too much space yeah. in my balls, although they are small. I've been ordained as a priest. Sing it with me. Call the police. I've been ordained as a priest. Sing it with me. Call the police. They did, in fact, make a sequel to Charlie to Bulletproof yeah. called Anger Management Full Throttle. So yeah. we could... Interesting. I see what you're saying. I see what you're I've saying. that we can watch that. Time. And then replayed, but you see it's different from what uh, you thought has happened. I mean, as far as I can tell, I'm real, real, real hung up on Luke Wilson's cum torture. Yeah, I, feel like lot, I, yeah. I feel like I haven't got it out of my system, it's, it's, unlike him. I, don't want to, I, I want to say at the end of this chat that it isn't that the cumness in the movie overshadows Tom Green. No, Tom, it's just Spum Green's still what, It's just what came up in conversation. It's just, oh, it came up very fucking funny, haha. Well, came yeah. up, came Thanks. up, up, as in up, starts with a U, like urethra. I get what you <laughs> were doing P. there. It's spelled with a P, P as well, yeah. like as in, as in urethral piss. <laughs> right, fuck off then? Or... Um, yeah. Can we be like really rude to the audience at the end? Can we be like, fuck you for listening? Well, fuck you for listening, because why would you fucking... Bother! Look what you did. Look what you did. I wouldn't have. We wouldn't have fucking made this if if you weren't listening. Even though nobody's listening. But no, look what you listening. did. By I've seen. I've seen the numbers. Did people by listening. listening to this. People, Listen, you made us fucking say all this shit. Listen, focus, right? People need to know that this film is only ninety-four minutes long. Is it? Yeah, and we've been talking for. More than that amount of minutes. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for almost 120 minutes. Is that? Oh yeah, because 152 equals yeah. 112, 112 minutes, 112 minutes, 112 minutes, 112 minutes, 112 minutes, 112 minutes. Yeah, I think that's right. No, is that right? Minutes, I don't know. 112 minutes. Shut up. Supplements. Uh, if Supplements. you uh, want to email us to tell us. That you like the rise of Skywalker? Don't. And if you're in Shawlands, Glasgow, and just what kick somebody around and no. treat him like real bad, what? then come to my house. <laughs> Jesus. If you're Lucy Lou. If you're Lucy Lou or Matt the White or who else did we? Generally, generally anyone in this film really can yeah. come and just torture my balls. Oh God, goodness <laughs> gracious! Yeah. Um. Goodness gracious, because I'm so good. He was Michael was lamenting there that I'm a being of pure goodness and graciousness. Yes, for goodness sake, for the sake of goodness. Can we go out on it then? I've got too much space in my balls, <laughs> although they are small. Got too much space in my balls, although they are small. I'm not going to press I've pause. I've been ordained as a priest. <laughs> Call the police. I've been ordained as a priest. 
Call the police. There's a priest. All right. Call that's the, the end. Let, okay, now. Call now is oh, by the, the way, end. I wanted to say goodbye. Oh, I didn't mean to have this one more important Bye. thing to say. I just I know, was gonna. I wanted you to cut me off in the middle balls. of it. I want to I've, I've got one, don't, don't pause it I've got one more important thing to say Please don't cough Please don't pause it Now I really need to tell balls. everybody This really important thing I really Please don't interrupt I need to say it Please don't pause